0: morning and welcome to Peloton People episode number 76. Um, Today, Anderson and Nikki are in Iowa uh, where I think it's colder than it is even here in Tennessee. But so they flew out and they said, okay, William, you got to do this show again yourself this week. And I'm like, oh no, this is bad. But um, I got in touch with a new co-host. And so my co-host today is the incredible Heather Mutter. Hello, Heather.
1: Hi. Hi, thanks for having me.
0: Oh, thanks for filling in. They uh yeah. um, Belmont today is playing the number four team in the country, Iowa. And That's amazing. uh but their their top player might be hurt. So maybe that gives them a little bit of a chance. But they played the number five team last week, Louisville, last Sunday, and uh, which is why I was on my without them again. And this barely lost. I mean, it was I think the score Oof. was 75 to 70 or 75, to 71. But it, they were they were within a point or tied with less than a minute to go. So it was just wow. a couple of calls there that kind of shifted. And then they played MTSU, Middle Tennessee State University on Wednesday, my alma mater, by the way. And oh. um Tissue killed them. I mean, they crushed them, and they've they beat Tissue almost every year. So I don't know if it was like a big letdown game or, you know, what was going on. But uh, they got they got crushed. So hopefully they get back up today for for Iowa, and um, it's a good day. So
1: I hope so too. I don't know much about Iowa other than corn.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's cold. <laughs> Some yeah, sort it's, of
1: grain cold. <laughs>
0: but it's kind of, Nikki's from Chicago and the Chicago area. And it's only three hours or three and a half hours from Chicago. So her parents are taking like a bunch of people and they're making Oh, the that's trip.
1: that's amazing. That's so, great.
0: Yeah, that, her, her dad, especially, is is such a big supporter of hers. He goes to every single game. I mean, wow. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter where it is. He'll be there. And, I love uh, that. That's so and sweet. And Chicago... Is like eight eight and a half hours from here, so he goes. You know, he comes down for all the home games, every single one of them, and uh, it, it is it is amazing how much he drives. So that's
1: amazing. Shout out to Nikki's dad and all the yeah, dads exactly. out there supporting their. They're kids. I love it.
0: (laughs) So how is life in Florida? You're probably the only one not freezing this morning in in Uh, the country.
1: I'm cold. I'm 44 degrees. I wish I was in southern Florida because they're probably still in like the 70s and 80s. But no, I'm chilly. It's sweater weather here. Um, but I want to say I took a 45 minute hike with Tobias this morning and vegan rabbi was in the class. Oh,
0: that's so cool. <laughs> yes. that so I, don't, I
1: don't know if she saw me. I sent, I did a little high five, you know, I'm on the app. So I just did a little high five. I don't, she didn't high five me back. That's okay. Well, <laughs> but she's, I think
0: she's on the app too. I think so. so too.
1: She may not have. And I know that when I watch, like when I do my yoga on my TV in my bedroom, it's, I, cause I have a Roku, the mm-hmm. Roku TV. Um, I can't see the leaderboard at all. So I can't high five anybody when I'm using my TV on my um, in my bedroom for yoga or stretching. So maybe she was she had like a TV or something going in. her. That's interesting.
0: So as an app user and you're on the when you're on the app on the tread, are you only seeing other app users or can you see um, people that are on the Peloton tread also? Because I know like when we've taken classes together, I can't see you in them.
1: I assume I can see everybody, but I don't okay. know. I assume right. I can.
0: That's interesting. We, I we can't tell either way. We should have asked Tobias today if he wanted to come on. I, I, I thought know. I thought about that, but I just I, I don't know. I didn't I didn't follow through with it, but
1: I'm still working up the courage to message him and see if he'd be into it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think he, I think he would. I mean, I really do. I mean, he he still doesn't have a ton of people that take his classes. And and but he's so great. I mean, he really is. Is
1: I love Tobias, and like he'll respond to me when I like because I'm big into Instagram, and I share Mm -hmm. the majority of my Peloton workouts I share to my Instagram stories, and I typically will tag the instructor, and they're like their hashtag groups, like you know, like Club Hosky, Susie Striders, you know, Marcel's Army. So I try to um I'll try to tag them too, and a lot of times. I will get back like a response from the instructor. Like they'll give me a little heart or, um, whatever. And I mentioned to Tobias cause I took one of his rock rides a couple weeks ago on a run. Sorry, I'm not a cyclist. I'm a runner. Um, but I took one of his rock runs and said, uh, I said, we need a, my chemical romance run. And he was like, I'll, I'll, he said he would suggest it to them. So, you know, he doesn't obviously have any control over that, but, uh, yeah. That's neat. I, it's I, neat. It's neat. It's always I neat when that. they respond.
0: So you're, so you're loving life in Florida. Is this one of your favorite places you've lived?
1: Yeah. I mean, Key West was our favorite. I mean, you yeah. cannot beat the keys. Um, if Key West was just a magical four years when we lived there. Um, But yeah, we love Florida. Florida is where we will settle once my husband retires from the military in seven years. So yeah. Um, Not sure if this is the area we're going to retire. I would prefer to be further south because I just, I really do not like cold. I don't like it below 50 degrees. I want sunshine. I don't want to see snow unless I'm on a vacation to Aspen or something. (laughs) That
2: that
0: is cool. Now, where's the, where's the coldest place you've been stationed so far?
1: Uh, probably Oklahoma.
0: Okay. Yeah. We we haven't been,
1: we haven't been Northern North of Oklahoma since he joined the military. That's that's the coldest place we've been stationed. And, um you know, cause we were in, when we first joined, he was in South Carolina and then Key West and then Oklahoma. And now we're in the Florida panhandle. Um, so yeah, Oklahoma was definitely the coldest place. That's why we got our treadmill, you know, it's because I said, I'm not running or walking outside when it's 32 degrees outside. I just won't do it. So that's why we got a treadmill.
0: <laughs> that is so funny. How about big Thanksgiving plans? Y'all, y'all have big Thanksgiving plans this week?
1: Um, my grandmother who lives in Mississippi, she's about two hours away from me. Um, she's on the Gulf coast of Mississippi um, by Keesler air force base for anybody <laughs> listening. Um, we'll drive over to see her. She lives in a retirement community, like assisted living. So we will all drive over there to see her probably take her um, out to like a lunch or brunch on Thanksgiving and then take her back and then head back over here. So don't have to cook and you know i don't we don't eat turkey anyway so um i don't have to worry about cooking or doing anything
0: so you do you not eat meat at all or just not turkey or
1: we do seafood so basically pescatarian okay pescatarian so um but on a regular basis i'm i only cook fish maybe twice a week just because it's expensive yeah um so we're at, at home we are like 90% 90% vegetarian slash vegan. We do a lot of um, dairy free. Um, Cause I have lactose intolerance. I do a lot of dairy anyway, because I love ice cream and stuff, <laughs> but, um, but we do a lot of uh, vegetarian friendly plant-based meals and stuff like that.
0: Now, how are you getting your protein? What, which, how are you getting your protein sound?
1: Um, I do a lot of protein smoothies and uh, protein shakes powders. Um, I do, I use Vega, Vega. I think it's called Vega. Mm-hmm. Um, I love their protein powder. Love oh, that's it. That's so, interesting. Like, that's usually what I do. Is usually after, especially after like a like a hard run, which I'm not running right now because of an injury, but after like a hard run, I like to get protein in pretty much immediately after. So I'll do either a protein shake or a protein smoothie with uh, the protein powder in there. So and then hey. salads with a little bit of tuna fish, and then at night I'll either do like a plant based, like a meat, like. Uh, Like a plant-based meatball with spaghetti, or or we do fish.
0: That sounds so reasonable. And and Joe's the same way. He eats the same way you do.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, same way. Yeah.
0: That is awesome. That that's that's very cool. Now you mentioned your running injury. How's how's that coming along?
1: So this is an entirely new running injury. So I have I have runner's knee in my in my right knee. Runner's Uh knee, and that was diagnosed recently. Even though I've been struggling with it since about February. And I got it. I've got my right knee pretty manageable over the summer. I did a lot of walking over the summer and a lot of yoga. And I think that really helped. Well, a couple of weeks ago, I did a really hard run. I decided to push myself really hard on the treadmill and I'm not fast by any means. You, you, you and I both know that I'm not particularly fast. Okay. I'm about, about, about 1130 mile, you know, but I was trying. I'm trying. Was trying to work on getting my speed down to about a 10 minute mile. So I'm not breaking the sound barrier here or anything. Um, but I pushed myself really hard on the treadmill. Um, and when I got off, my leg, my entire leg, basically from like my hip down to my ankle, was like throbbing.
2: Oh my! And I up,
1: yeah, I ended up having to take like a bunch of ibuprofen. and I was limping along that day, and even the next day it hurt. And even now it still hurts a little bit. Um, like, especially when I get up in the bed out of, in the morning, it's, you know, my legs stiff, um, but it didn't hurt when I was walking on the treadmill this morning when I did my hike. So it's getting there, but I'm just, I'm not, you you know what it
0: was. Do you know,
2: you have any ideas?
1: I have no idea what it was. I don't know. I don't know anything about muscles in the leg or anything. Um, I know it's not a knee thing. I know I felt, I felt it pretty much along the side of my entire left leg. So if anybody knows, what muscles are in the side of your left leg? Let me know um, because I don't know what I hurt, but I strained something, some sort of muscle that runs prop- the entire length of my left leg on the <laughs> on the outside of it, on the outside of my left leg. So, so I'm just taking so now my... I don't
0: I don't look so bad for dropping out of that Go the Distance 5K because no, that cause... was a Go the Distance one of the final runs, wasn't it?
1: It, it was like one of like either the last week or the second to last week is when I hurt myself. I it in every other class. I had to walk the rest of the class to finish that program oh or goodness. else I would have had to drop out. Who, so was the ins-
0: went- who was the instructor in the class you got hurt in?
1: I actually didn't hurt it on a go the distance. Oh, class. I heard <laughs> it on. It was like a really I, I wish I had looked it up before the, we did this, but it was it was a stack I had put together of like amazing, I think it was rock music. And I was just like feeling it. So I was like going really hard. I think it was probably like uh like a Tobias, the Green Day run. And I had stacked it with something else too. So it was like really good, like amazing rock and roll. And I just went, I just went for it. Like I was like, for me, sprinting. Mm-hmm. Um, And I just, I just completely ruined my leg. So, <laughs> I'm just taking it really easy and I'm not pushing myself to run and I'll probably not run the rest of the month and see how I feel like come December and see if I can ease back into it and start with walk runs.
0: Yeah, walk run you can't not go wrong with walk runs. They they are so so good. No.
1: Well, okay, so I I'm kind of a purist. I don't like to walk any of my runs because then I feel like it should be categorized as a walk. And then with the walk runs, I feel like a lot of them have more running Yeah. And then walking. And I feel like if I'm running, that should count as a run. Like if I'm running more than I'm walking, this should count as a run on my Peloton statistics. So it, 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 it's like a mental thing. So I need to get out of that and just, uh, I just really need to take it easy. I really do need to do walk runs. That just sucks because there's so much fun treadmill, like running content out there. I don't get as excited about walks as I do about runs. Like, I feel like the runs are so much more hype and exciting and they get all the best artist series and like, like the sync. there's two sync runs, one with John Hosking and the one with one of the German, uh, instructors. And I'm like, I don't want to take it and walk it because it doesn't feel right to take a run as a walk but I, I feel like I'm missing out. And like, so I couldn't do Hannah Frankson's premiere run and I'm going to be traveling on Thanksgiving anyway, but I'm not gonna be able to do Alex's run. Oh, and I'm no. like, oh, I've got all this run content stacking up, you know, yeah. that I can't take. And I'm so, I'm just, I'm just really freaking bummed.
0: <laughs> I know. It, it seems like, it, it seems like being a Peloton runner these days, you're going to be better off if you're an ultra runner, because then you can take every class speaking of ultra runner. I think this is super interesting and I doubt anybody knows about this, but your sister runs like 300 days in a row without stopping. I mean, like 24 hours a day, right? I mean, and she's like crazy running.
1: She's she's trying to become an ultra runner and she's talked about trying to become a um, Ironman. Wow. I don't know if she'll ever do that. Um, she actually just did a, an ultra marathon, but she actually had to stop because they had um, the course. It was like somewhere around like some sort of mountain in Oregon. I think it was in Oregon because mm-hmm. she lives in Oregon, um, but they had snow and dangerous ice. And I guess like the majority of people dropped out of the run after a certain point because it just got too slippery and too, there was too much risk of seriously hurting yourself. So she ended up having to stop. I think I want to say somewhere between 13 and 20 miles. She wow. had to stop, but yeah, my sister's crazy. Like she did 30, 31 miles on a treadmill, <laughs> like a month ago, 31 miles. How long does that, that take to
0: do 31 miles on a treadmill? I think it took her
1: over six hours. Wow,
0: that's just amazing. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think it took her a little over six hours and she was, and it was a pretty slow pace. Like cause I looked at her pace and it was either between 10 and 11 minute miles. Um, so it wasn't anything too crazy fast, which. If you're running 31 miles, I mean that sounds fast to me. What I know, me too.
0: What does she do while she's on the treadmill for that long? Is she watching TV or listening to music or
1: yeah? She told me it was a combination of music, movies, and podcasts. So that's pretty
0: neat. <laughs> now has she has she tried Peloton at all?
1: No, she hasn't. And she doesn't even have a treadmill. She had to go to my parents' house and use their treadmill. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. Yeah, she, she's an outdoor runner, but um, I guess the day that she wanted is she wanted entertainment. And I guess it was probably pretty hard to entertain herself for 31 miles outside. So she decided to do it inside.
0: That can be tough. I remember once I was training for a marathon and I was, I think I might have, no, I wasn't living in Woodbury, but, um, I, I got dropped off in Woodbury here at the farm. And then I ran to Murfreesboro, which I don't know how many miles it is, but it's, it's, it's quite a bit, but I didn't realize like how hilly it was going to be. And it was really cold too. I saw this must have been like, I must have been training for, I don't know what marathon, but some marathon in January and probably the Disney marathon or something. So I run back to Murfreesboro. And what I didn't anticipate was I was running, um, it's kind of north, kind of northwest, running that direction. And I was in the coldest wind the whole way. I just, I, I I was miserable and I don't think I had a cell phone or anything. I was just, it was, it was one of the worst runs of my life. I'll never forget it. So, but I used to hate running on treadmills and now I just love it. I've been running outside here at the farm some and then it got cold and I found, I just, I, I always remember this whenever it gets cold, but I hate running outside in the cold. I just, I just cannot stand it. Not even, not even a little bit. It's probably just, I don't have the right clothes for it. Um, but I don't know. I just, I just don't like it. I miss my treadmill so much. I wish, I wish they would bring my treadmill to me. I, I wish um, they if, would too. <laughs> if you're listening, um, Anderson, Nikki, and Jennifer, please, 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 please bring the treadmill. I'll, bring I'll even, the
1: treadmill. I'll I... give,
0: I'll give the bike back, and uh, although I'm, I'm really enjoying the bike now too. Oh, speaking of bike, so you're an app-only user, and yeah, do you ever have any intention or interest in the bike at all?
1: No, because I probably have to put my, put my Fitbit on my ankle in order to count my steps and I don't want to miss out on steps.
0: Oh, that is hilarious. <laughs> it's, so
1: stu- it's so stupid, but yeah, I know. I don't know. I've thought about, it. I've asked my husband if he would use it because I would hate to get it and then it not get used. Like I use the treadmill every single day and I pretty much use it every single day since I got the treadmill and I have a bow flex. I don't have anything fancy. I don't have a Peloton tread. Um, I've pretty much used it every single day since we got it in 2018. Um, my husband is not a cardio fan; he lifts weights, um, and we have um, our own power rack here in our home gym. Um, he only runs on the treadmill when he needs to do it for PT, you know, to, to be able to make sure he can run his mile and a half in the allotted time or whatever that he has to for the military. Um, and I've asked him if he would do a, a use the bike. And he said maybe. So, (laughs) no. Have you tried it yet?
0: Have you tried the bike?
1: No, I've never. I've never done a single bit of cycling. I don't think I've been on a bike since I was like twelve years old.
0: (laughs) All right. See, (laughs) see, when you when you and Joe come up to visit here in Nashville, I will put you on the bike, and then you can both see if you like it or not.
1: I think I would probably like it, especially because I feel like the a lot of the bike instructors. are so dynamic and charming. Like I feel like I miss out a lot that I don't take Kindle classes or Cody classes or just a lot of just King experience classes. Or I think that the whole just King experience is on the bike. I don't think any of it's on the Mm -hmm. tread. So I feel like I miss out a lot on some of the most, some of the more popular Peloton instructors because most majority of them are on the bike. So I feel like I miss a lot.
0: Well, it's kind of funny because I feel like a lot of tread people I talk to that have both the tread and the bike, we we almost it seems like a lot of us love the tread even more than the bike. For me, and and you know I'm I'm a lot older than you, and I just think the biking is just not as hard on your body. You know it.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's
0: I can't really go out and run. I can't do it hard for sure. But I even have trouble going out and you know doing putting consecutive days together running. But biking, I could bike as hard as I can every single day and be fine. It's just, it's just doesn't beat you up like the running does. So, you know, you're sweating. You feel like you get like a really good workout for you, especially like with some of the leg stuff that, that you've had and the injuries and stuff, I think it would help you because it would give you like more cross training options, you know? Absolutely.
1: I think part of the reason why I've been so injury prone is I feel like I, I think my form my running form is probably garbage. <laughs> it's probably complete garbage. Um, and I'm probably, and I'm, I'm not overweight in any means. I'm a completely healthy weight, um, totally normal, healthy, average weight. But I feel like for running, you need to be a, a little f- smaller, maybe to make, it's easier on your joints and on your muscles when you don't, oh, it's definitely easier. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if i if I had lot if I lost about ten or fifteen pounds, it would feel a lot easier and it wouldn't I probably wouldn't be as injury prone, but I'm just at an age where I just really don't care <laughs> <laughs> to lose ten or fifteen pounds anymore. I don't care so um it just is what it is. I'm just I'm gonna just as far as running goes. I want to just get back to where I can run and I'm just going to start taking it more. Like I just want it to be fun again. Cause it's not, it hasn't been fun trying to push myself and trying to get faster and trying to it just hasn't been fun. And I don't like being hurt either.
0: No, that's no fun at all. Start really focusing on your cadence. I mean that I think that can really help with injury prevention because a lot of people, a lot of times we're taking really, I don't know if you take big strides or not. I mean, and oh, probably. You're, and you're small too. So like, it, it's just, you know, if you can take shorter, smaller, faster steps, then, then your body's not getting all that jarring and you're just, it's just going to feel, it's going to feel amazing too. So really work on when you're, when you're feeling good again, work on that cadence, you know, try to get that cadence up to about 180 steps per minute. And then, and it, it's going to feel amazing, you know? So it's just like each step, one, two, three, four, five, six, just like that. And, um, you know, count how many you're doing in a minute and then, and then try to get that number higher. And, and you kind of use that cadence, no matter if you're going fast or slow, It it's amazing. I mean, I, it, it's the really one thing that helped me get back into running the most, because I was kind of struggling with a lot of nagging injuries too. Now I'm, I am overweight, but I, uh. I was really, I was really struggling with that. And, uh, once I, once I, I took that Bex Gentry class, that really told me about, taught me about cadence. I mean, it really, it completely changed my running it it, it for the better.
1: So yeah, I need but, to find that class so I can take it when I'm healthy and running again. Um, cause I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure if Bex were to see me running, she'd be like, this is all wrong. <laughs> Girl, you're, you're, you're. <laughs> cause I feel like a lot of times when I'm running, I feel like a big, like, I'm not comparing myself in looks wise to hippopotamus, but I feel like a hippopotamus, like the way they would like clomp on the treadmill. I feel like that's how, like, that's how I feel when I run on the treadmill, but
0: yeah. I'm the same way. I I feel like, and I feel like even back when I was really a good runner, I felt like, I feel like I took a lot longer strides than than I do now, Um, but I, I don't know. But I know I know that the the cadence and the and the shorter strides for me, it really helps. And it makes sense too, because you're you just don't have all the jarring, but you're still you're still going along at a good clip. So yeah, I don't know. Sure. I love that. So anyway, happy, happy 13th anniversary tomorrow. That's pretty
1: yes, that's pretty impressive. You guys,
0: you guys might make it. I can't remember right. how long Jennifer and I have been married. I think it's that's 23 or 24 years now, I that's believe. Amazing. So yeah. I need and to ju- probably look at
1: it uh woohoo factor julia yeah. she just cel- she just celebrated 22 years
0: i know so it's it's pretty it's pretty impressive i know um oh and you just celebrated your 100th yoga class and I, got a shout
2: out
1: i did i got a shout out at the beginning so it wasn't recorded uh a dt is not one that does a lot of shout outs um mm-hmm. and in yoga it's kind of jarring to hear a shout out anyway <laughs> yeah. so like chelsea does shout outs. Um It's not uncommon to hear her do them, but a DT really doesn't. And I don't take a lot of live classes. This is probably only the third live class I've taken. Um, And uh, so I wasn't sure what to expect. I got in there early hoping I would get a shout out before the class started. And so I was really surprised. I think I was the first name she called to, So, and so I sent her, I I tagged her, you know, because I posted that on my Instagram stories and I tagged her in it and she responded, congrats. So I got a personal congratulations on my Instagram DMs from a DT too. So that was, that is so neat.
0: That is so, I've dabbled with Instagram lately, but I don't know. I just, I just can't, I can't embrace it. You know, you know me, I'm a be real guy. I love be real.
1: I I love be real too.
0: If if you're listening to, to this podcast today. Come join us on Be Real. It is so much fun. And if you go to the Facebook group Peloton People, we've got everybody's Be Real name on there that 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 wants to be seen on on there and it is just amazing. I remember I was begging you to get on it like in the early days. You were and, and then uh, I finally
1: jumped on. I was like, "All right, let me give this thing a try." <laughs> I'm not really consistent with the times like when it tells you to take a picture. Yeah. I'm not I'm not super consistent with it. Um I do still struggle with taking a picture when I literally like look like I'm like a something you've pulled out of a drain, you know, like, you know, uh, no makeup and like my hair is all wild and I'm like working. So like, I'm not, you know, it's, see, I would like, to, I would now.
0: like to see that picture. Cause you always look so amazing. So oh, that shit. would be like, that would be a really cool picture. You need to, you need to throw one of those up one day.
1: Oh, I, I mean, I have a couple of times, but I really do struggle. Like sometimes I'm like, okay, is it, Am I acceptable today? You know, know, because Annie always looks amazing, and Julia is so beautiful, and Jenny McLaughlin always looks so pretty. Like all the women on there always look so beautiful, and I'm like, I look like a little troll, a little troll doll, (laughs) and I'm like, I don't want to do it.
0: (laughs) uh, You're you're funny, but it's it it's 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 really I love it. I just love it, and I notice how people like sometimes they'll be gone for a week, and then they'll come back and. And then uh, and then uh, and then some people some people have just left and never come back. I just I wish they would come back because the really cool thing is I don't know if you've noticed this yet, but you can like scroll back through all your your mm-hmm. old be reels and it's just kind of neat. It just tells you like just an instant where you were on that day. I mean, I think that's like the neatest feature of all. Yeah, except it's really except cool. I do love I do love getting to see like Matthew and Hazel in England and you know our Canadian guys and you know, all the people that are getting snow right now. I mean, I just, I I love, I just love, I I love the concept of it. I just love everything about it. And I guess Facebook's kind of the same thing, but you know, I've said this a million times, but everybody just looks so happy on Facebook and we don't always look, everybody doesn't always look, you know, just,
1: no. it it doesn't always
0: look staged as much (laughs) on Be Real. So come to Be Real if you have not, we we should try to get some new Be Realers this week. So I noticed, um, Serena Myers was posted a be real yesterday and she hadn't posted one in a while. So um, it was good to see her back. And I think Linda Liu also, I think, posted. I hadn't seen Carrie, Carrie Young in a, in a while. So um, but I love it. I love, love, love be real. So that, that I'll shut up about be real this week and uh, <laughs> we will get into class of the week. So drum roll. What was your class of the week this week? Oh, so this have, is this is pretty
1: obvious. Yeah, I have two. So I have I okay. I I really like to try to because I do a lot of tread and yoga content now. I like to pick one yoga, one tread class. So my yoga class obviously of the week was a DT's thirty uh, minute morning slow flow from eleven nineteen twenty two. It was actually a really nice slow flow. I love a DT's slow flow. I'll get into that more later. But um, uh, my tread class of the week I took yesterday morning. It was Susie's thirty minute hike from 12 for 21. And I loved it because the music was amazing. She had The cure blink One Eighty Two, Alanis Morissette fallout boy. It was, I, I think I sang along the entire time I was on the treadmill and my husband came in at one point and he was like, you're butchering that the cure song. And I was like, shut up. I can't even hear myself. Like I got big headphones on when I'm on the treadmill. I'm like, I can't hear myself, but I say, I sing, I sing. When I'm on the treadmill, so I feel really bad for my husband, but I I get, I'm a music person. I love music. I get moved by the music. And I, 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 just have to sing. So yeah, those now are the hills,
0: the, the hills on the hikes, are they bothering your legs at all? And your knee at all? Not
1: too much. Um, Susie's only went up to 8%, which isn't too bad. The ones where they go to like to 12%, I don't do that. I'm sorry. I, even if my legs feel good, I'm not going up 12%. That's ridiculous. I ain't trying to hike Mount Everest over here. Um, I usually feel best at about, at about eight to nine is my top. Um, I'll do 10 for like a minute. But when like Rebecca Kennedy, she goes hard on those hikes. And when she's like, let's do 10% for five minutes. I'm like, no, (laughs) (laughs) ma'am. No, ma'am. I think
0: those are really hard. One thing I really like about the Peloton tread these days is it does auto fall. I mean, it'll do auto incline now.
1: I I would not want that. I would turn that feature off immediately because I do not want to do what the instructors do.
0: I I like it because I don't. A lot of times when they call out hills, I won't do it, especially on the running. I can't. You know, I can't hold five, 6% for very long, oh, no. but, but I'm not doing if it's, either. if it's auto inclined, um, I tend to do it a lot longer. I don't know why, I guess, cause I'm not the one pushing the button. And so it, it actually, it actually helps me. So those are I, good try to classes. Follow
1: as, I try to follow as much as I can, but the hikes are freaking tough. And it also like Rebecca Kennedy is a tough, she's a tough one too. On, yeah. with The hikes. Um, she's
0: strange too. Like Sometimes she just does some really weird, out there things, but I like her. But she, you know, <laughs> she's she does she's she's out there. Um, okay, Fun. so my class of the week was a Cody twenty minute hit ride. I've just gotten into hit rides recently, which I really like. And it was from it was old. It was from five twenty six twenty one. So it was it was one of those classes from my new pick method, which I I, I altered my pick method again. So my new okay. pick method is I still take the person above me that finished right above me in the class and but now I take that I go to that person's last 10 classes and load those in my stack so I just it's this way I get I get newer classes you know doing it this way generally generally speaking and and I just get like a, a wider array like the person I'm doing right now um did like tons of has tons of stretching classes and a couple of bikes mixed in. So that'll be good for me because that's interesting. So, so here's my theory, like there, there. And then and then like the last class in the stack, I'm going to ride really hard. And then and so then the person that's above me in that class is definitely better than me. And then I'll do their 10 classes and maybe I'll just get better doing this. And, and it'll be fun, too. You know, it's just it's just a fun way to do it. So we'll see how this goes. But mm-hmm. I have had some a little bit of resistance because I've been so busy working around the farm here the last couple of days. I haven't even done a class in the last two or three days. So, but, um, but no, I think it's going to be fun. So I, we'll see if I'm still doing it next week, but it's a, uh, it's, it was a fun system to, to even think about.
1: That's <laughs> so, fun.
0: All right. So now we got some Facebook uh, people. You want to do the Facebook
1: list? Um, yeah, let me pull up the list. I don't have. Now I
0: typed this stuff up, so there could yes. be lots of uh, mistakes in there. That, so if if yeah. you if you stumble, it's not your reading skills; it's my <laughs> typing skills.
1: All right, Facebook class of the week. We have Julia with a twenty-minute Robin Holiday ride from twelve eighteen twenty.
0: I love the holiday rides, by the way. Love, I, love, love,
2: love.
1: I retook a holiday walk. It's the only holiday walk I've seen. From 2021 with Jermaine Johnson, I retook that. I think I took it this week. Um, because I was like feeling the Christmas spirit. So I was yep. like, let me retake it. And I like that one. I think I'm gonna um, start
0: taking a lot of holiday stuff. So my system's kind of gonna go to the side while I, actually, I love I love holiday music.
1: I do too. And so what I did for yoga, because I'm not really doing any of the runs right now, unfortunately. And there's no holiday walks, they're all runs. Mm-hmm. Um so what I did find, because they've got the holiday collection in the collections on the Peloton yep. app. So I went through there. They've got 2020 and 2021. I went through there and I've uploaded a bunch of the 2020 holiday yoga flows into my stack. So I'm going to start doing more of those. I did one holiday yoga flow, uh, which I'll talk about later with you. Um, But yeah, so um, I'm getting into the holiday spirit and trying to catch up with some of the past ones so I can do the the new ones when they drop this year. That's neat. Okay. So then Shelly... Heath has a Dennis 20 minute country ride from 11, 10, 22, which is um, old country classics.
0: Yeah. That sounds pretty cool.
1: I would probably like that. I don't like a, any modern country, but I like old country. Yeah. Um, Serena Myers, a third, the 30 minute in sync run with John Hoskins from 11, 18, 22. I'm dying to do that. <laughs> but I'm not running right now. Um, Tracy O'Reilly, the 15 minute classical walk with John from 11, 11, 22. That's a really great one. I took that one outside. Um, It's nice. Um, Lori Richter, 10 minute focus flow on Chaturanga from Kristen McGee on 10, 17, 22. I bet that one's really good. Kate Franny, a 30 minute Carly Ray Jepsen run with, uh, Camilla from 11, 13, 22. And Jenny McLaughlin, dennis's 90s ride from 11 15, 22 so yeah this,
0: so it was it was kind of a, a really great it's list all over the week. place
1: this yeah it this really
0: is. is so and there were there were more too but we, you know we 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 just kind of we put them in when we can so media of the week um oh i forgot to do facebook media of the week Uh oh
1: <laughs> i don't i don't i didn't see anything posted last time i checked uh Brian. Um,
0: brian might have forgotten um that's okay so, that's we'll okay not, not not a worries but but mine was Belmont basketball. I just, you know, even though we had two losses this week, um I still I love those girls. I love watching of them play. Course. And uh so that that was definitely mine. How about yourself?
1: I watched The Good Nurse on Netflix, um starring Jessica Chastain and Eddie Redmayne. They actually to me look like they could be siblings. <laughs> feel like they look so much so similar. Um but that was a really good movie. There's also a documentary that complements that about the true story of the nurse um that was killing people. Um I think that one's called some something about the killer nurse. It's on Netflix <laughs> as well, but it's like the the true story as well. And then I've also I also finished the most recent season of Great British Bake Off on Netflix. Um I love Great British Bake Off, and then I started rewatching some of the old seasons as well. So that's funny. <laughs> it that makes me hungry.
0: I like I like that you go from the Good Nurse to Great British Bake Off. You you have you have some really strange uh, uh, like you 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 go dark a lot. Like you, oh, and I'm you're...
1: reading I'm reading American Psycho by Brett. Now, how was that Dallas. book?
0: I saw that movie. That was totally disturbing. How's the book?
1: Um, it's. I'm not that far. I'm about 17 or 18% into it. Um, I've just really had a hard time focusing this week. I've had a lot going on with work and I've been so busy. Um, but it's kind of what you would expect. It's pretentious, unlikable wall street guys. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's getting it set up, you know, obviously he kills people. Um, if you've seen, ever seen the movie, he's an, an American psycho. <laughs>
2: Crazy. He's totally Crazy.
1: narcissistic, totally a, a sociopath. Um, so the beginning of the book is just kind of setting it up. It's introducing you to uh, to Bateman, Patrick Bateman, the main character, and his friend group of all these like Wall Street guys and all their fancy suits. And they're just totally unlikable. Now there's nothing wrong with Wearing fancy suits or being wealthy and working on Wall Street, but the characters in this obviously in this book are very unlikable. So it is hard to. It's actually it's hard to read because you don't. I don't like any of the characters. Yeah, that's got to be tough. <laughs> and a lot of it focuses on like what they're wearing. So there's lots of paragraphs about the suits they're wearing and the fabrics. And, and it's like, a lot of, it's like, okay, like, I don't, I I'm, I'm ready to get into the murders. Like I want to read about murder. <laughs> I don't want to read about clothes. Oh, that's hilarious, the, that's the duality of me. I love, I love gruesome. I love dark. I love disturbing. I don't, I do not like any books that are warm, happy, fuzzy. I don't like in really any of that stuff. Um, like I don't, I don't fit into a lot of book club groups, especially with women. um. And women my age, because I don't like to read happy novels or women like sit on the beach and they meet the love of their life. Like, I'm not into that. I want you're being murdered. You're being attacked. Zombies, vampires. I love all that. (laughs) So.
0: <laughs> you're you're definitely you're definitely deranged so we'll just I leave know, it at I we'll really, leave it at that and go on. Yeah, now, sorry. <laughs> looking at the annual this week, um we still have like our same leaders, but I wanted to look up your minutes and you have you're like quietly like kicking ass out there. You have 16,204 minutes, which is 11 minutes behind Ballet Angie and 8 minutes ahead of Aging Athlete who is Bill Woldridge. Um, by the way, so he's a, a, I mean, you're like so close there, 11 minutes behind one person and eight minutes, uh, just eight minutes ahead of a bill. I think that's incredible. So
1: I feel like I've really hit my stride with Peloton over the summer. You know, I, I started with Peloton in December, 2021. I got the app. A friend of mine gave me, um, a 90 day, I think it was a 90, maybe it was a 60 day mm -hmm. guest pass. And my very first class was a Jermaine Johnson queen run and it hooked me and I plan on retaking it. I'm going to try to retake it the same day on the anniversary. Oh, that's good. Um, I'm going to try to retake it. Um, and it kind of hooked me, but then I, then we had the holidays and I went on vacation to see my grandmother and my parents, in Mississippi, this is when we were living in Oklahoma. And then I came back from vacation on December 30th with COVID and it completely ruined my lungs for about three weeks. So I could mm-hmm. not, so the fair, so the first three weeks of the year, I really did nothing. And even then I slowly got into it. Um, but I really was only doing running classes. I really wasn't doing a whole lot of walking classes and I certainly hadn't gotten into yoga yet. Um, so it took me a little while to ramp up, but I feel like around the spring and especially the summer. I really hit my stride with, um, my routine. So doing my yeah. cardio in the morning, doing my yoga in the evening and then adding in some walking and then having the just walk feature, the outdoor yeah. walking feature really helps. I did a lot of walking outside over the summer. Um, so I feel like I really hit my stride this year and I should be able to hit the 18,000 minute Mark. Um, I looked Impressive. it up. I, I was like, I, I should be able to make that. If I continue to average 42 minutes, I think for the rest of the year.
0: That is so cool. Yeah. I'm way behind you at 10,488 minutes, by the way. And I'm between do it for cookies and hot damn am. So that's who I'm between. We're not as close though, as, as you guys above. And then I just want to point out that Alyssa, the B has 64,684 minutes. I mean, that's just that's mind boggling to me.
1: Is that realistic? Is that real though? Like, well, okay.
0: Here's the thing. I, I see, really,
1: I truly question. I don't, I, I don't I question don't know who she I don't know who this person is. I'm just saying that seems like an excessive amount of minutes.
0: It is excessive, but I will say I think it's 100% real. She's probably just a, like a crazy fitness junkie. Cause I mean, think about it. If you're like, if you're like an ultra person, I mean, that's really not, anything but you know and we talked about like how you know if you were an ultra athlete those guys those guys go out and run train all the time and I will say like I it seems like every class I take she's already taken and her output is amazing like like she's not just on there spinning she's like doing like really good output. And I think, I think she runs too. So, I mean, you probably got to do like pretty much everything to hit that, but you know, here lately I've been biking more than anything. So I've noticed her on the, on the, um, the bike and, and I am telling you uh, Heather, she is really, really good. That's like
1: 200 minutes every single day,
0: but it's, it's doable. I'm telling you that's less than four hours. So let's say, let's say that is like your, Passion, your obsession. It, it is. It is totally. It is totally do it doable. Okay. I mean, maybe I'm mean, I
1: may, I'm probably wrong, but
0: <laughs> I mean, vegan rabbi. I think is in the forties right now, or maybe the low forties, which is what probably two hours a day, uh, maybe. I mean, in that in that realm, and she she's just crushing it. Now she doesn't on 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 average vegan rabbi doesn't work out hard hard hard. She's like she's like slow and steady cardio, you know, just very consistent. So
1: So, how do you feel about things like meditation being counted in that? Because that's not really a workout and it's really easy to just do like a 45 minute meditation or say you're doing a 45 minute meditation every day just to rack up the minutes. I mean, I'm sure there are people out there that are doing that. I mean, this is just human nature to be competitive.
0: I don't know. Well, see, it's kind of silly to really even... Think about is competition. We talked about this a little bit last week, but you know, there's always somebody better. So I guess yeah, there is one person out there who has more minutes than anybody in Peloton. But you know, we would never know that person. You you got to be following, or they got to be following you. You know, before right. you before you even see them. And and I don't know. It's I I kind of think it's just your own personal metric. You know, like I've got some. I don't do much meditation, but I've got a few meditation minutes in mine. Um, but yeah, I see. I see what you're saying. You know, like a lot of people, you know, to keep their streak going, uh, you know, they'll it, they'll say they don't feel like working out a day. They, they
2: meditation. Well,
0: they'll do a meditation, which I, I mean, I'm fine with that. I because I think it's kind of like the overall thing. You know, it's just yeah. like it's, I mean, it's just it's just part of
2: it.
1: If you. If you're the one that's like, I don't want to work out today. I'm going to do meditation to keep my streak. That's on you. You have to feel good about that decision. Yeah. If that's how if that's how you want to maintain your streak, you have to feel good with that decision. Yeah, it's and- it's
0: it's just and it's all a personal thing. You know, I mean, this is all our own personal journeys. We but we just we just all share it together. You know, I mean, it's like because we're all doing our 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 own thing. I mean. I, I kind of feel like I, I sort of feel like you would beat me in a race right now. But I think it would I think it would be really close, especially if I could get back into my running and you hurt your leg. Uh, um, <laughs> like if your leg was hurting during the race, I really think I might be able to take you then.
1: I think you and probably then, could.
0: And then but then like I've done six thousand minutes less than you, you know. So, I mean, it 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 really doesn't matter. You know, it's like it's kind of like our own personal journeys but we're all doing it together, you know? So, yeah. but I, I'm telling you, I think Alyssa, the B is legit. And, and I'm telling you, she, her outputs are amazing. I mean, just, just amazing.
1: I do so. think if I, rec- cause I do a lot of walking that I don't record on Peloton cause I'm big into Fitbit and getting my steps in. I get about 15,000 a day, sometimes up to 20,000 and I don't record every single time I go for a walk. Right. And then, cause I'll do like a 20 minute, walk on my treadmill it'll be like a really slow pace and sometimes i read while i walk on the treadmill too that way i can get my steps in then also read and but I well, so like you're I'm,
0: step obsessed you know like, like I that's, am. Oh, totally. that's your obsession oh, so totally. it, it's kind of fun. like now just athletes you admire on peloton i think my favorite athlete is laura uh buchanan i mean she it, her her um leaderboard name is Pelo junkie 25 she just got the rower. She she does everything on Peloton. But but where she really stands out, you know, like I'm a, you're you're a you're a fit I'm a whooper, you know, I, I used yeah. to whoop. Well, she's in our whoop group, and every week she is just she, she's almost at the top of the leaderboard every week on our whoop whoop group. Last week she took all three categories. And on the whoop, the categories are recovery, um, sleep, and um strain. So it's almost impossible, Heather, to like have a really great strain one day and then the next day have a great recovery. I mean, it's just it's really hard to do that. I don't know how she does it, but she, is, she has put it together where she gets incredible strain, incredible rest and incredible recovery. I mean, and she looks great, too. You know, you've seen her post on her our, on our Facebook
2: group. Mm-hmm. She, she
0: looks so fit. I mean, it's just she she definitely is one of my most favorite um Peloton athletes cuz I love I love people on Peloton who do everything and who do everything well. You know like I can be I can be in the top 5, top 10% of almost any class if I just gun it in the bike. You know, but but then I'm I'm a little bit bigger than than I want to be, but I can't turn around and do that well on a on a treadmill class. You know, so like I really I'm really impressed with the people that can do that are great on everything. You know, that's just, yeah. to me, I just, I really, I really love that. So, but yes, shout out to pillow junkie, 25, Laura Buchanan. She, she is amazing. So that's, is that's, she on be real? I can't, I don't think she, I, is. Don't, I don't think so. Uh, Laura, you need to, you need to join. Um, be real. If let me, let me look real quick. Cause I might be telling you wrong. I don't think so. Or if she is, she hasn't been posting lately. Um. Anyway, we'll, we'll go on, but uh, uh, let's see, where were we? Um, so media of the week, yeah. And we did minutes and oh, so PR shout outs from Pella Track, just the last day or two. Of course, Pello Junkie 25 is on there, but that's rowing, you know, she just got a rower in. Uh, June Baby 63, Glaze Patty, Glaze Patty is somebody kind of cool too. That's Patricia or um, Jim Coffee Jim or something on Be Real. And she's amazing. I love her B Reels. Are you are you friends with her on B reel
1: I don't know. Um I,
0: she I, has she's she's my favorite, she's my favorite B Reeler. Um and her her, her, her B reels just make me happy. I don't I don't know why. It's just I I have no idea, but they they do. They just make me like very, very happy. So a very big shout out to. Uh, let me see if I can find her leader name or her her name real quick on here because they are the best. Coffee, coffee, um, underline Jim and yes. uh, that that's Patricia. Yes.
2: We're friends. I, and I don't know
0: why every time I see her be real, they make me smile. They're always interesting and and she was a Whooper also. And she I think she let her Whoop membership lapse, and I I kind of feel like Whoop really helped her as well because she she really she really has it together in all her workouts too. She's got the tread, she's got the bike. Um, and and one thing, like a whoop might actually be good for you someday, except we'll, and we'll talk about this later, but Fitbit does a lot of the same things. And, and see where the whoop, what the whoop did for me is it pulled me back. I was, a lot of days I was working out too hard. So, you know, it just, it just tells me like, okay, this is enough working out for today. Cause I, I've got like a, Oh, God, an extremism personality. So, you know, if I'm in something, I'm like all in, you know, so I could I could really go overboard on working out if I allow myself to. And so whoop kind of keeps me in check? And, you know, I kind of go it kind of gives you a range to work out in for the day. And so my goal most days is just to get to at least that bottom that bottom range. And usually one class will do that for me. Um, So. Mm -hmm. Um, that's kind of how I do it so but anyway oh it's back to my list now Mike Drop uh, who started running not too long ago um, he's getting a lot of PRs and PZ is my shot uh, who is training for a marathon right now is just crushing the running so it's it's very very cool and now it's time for Peloton people person of the week would you like to do the honors Heather and read this
1: Yes. So the Peloton People Person of the Week is Louise Broad Lawson. Leaderboard name is Louise underscore E underscore Anna, A-N-A. Louise joined Peloton in November 2020 and has been a part of our Facebook since February of this year and regularly. Louise is currently at a 105 week workout streak. That's so impressive. <laughs> that and it's very well-rounded, giving focus to not only her cycle classes, but also stretching, meditation, strength and yoga. She is nearing her 400th cycle milestone. We'd love it if she would share when she's taking her milestone class so that some of us can try and join her and help her celebrate. So thank you so much for being part of the Peloton People community, Louise.
0: That, that is so impressive and, and well-rounded too. I mean, it really is amazing how well-rounded you can be in, in Peloton. And, you know, like even with the rower now, like I am I really would love to get a rower, uh, but, you know, right now I'm just trying to get my treadmill here, but um, I, I should say our treadmill. It's not really just my treadmill, but um,
1: well, who paid for it?
0: Uh, oh, that would be me. Yeah, I guess yeah, it is so my treadmill it's your
1: treadmill.
0: Oh, man, that's a good that's a good point. So but OK, well, never mind. But I love it. I, I And I I'm love old it the most.
1: School. I'm old school. If you if your parent pays for it or you pay for it. It's yours. So, well, yeah, but you like, should bring it to the farm.
0: Yeah, but really, whatever anything I pay for, it, it's really Jennifer's paying for it too. So, you know, you got to keep that's you true. Kinda, you share kinda, it kinda, with kinda, your spouse. Yeah. And she does like the treadmill. She doesn't like the bike at all, but she does like the treadmill. So, that, that, but, but I work out on it way, way more than she does. Way, way more. So, that's why it should be here. But yeah,
1: no, I, I actually agree with you. <laughs>
0: well, we'll I think it her. should be at the farm. We'll tell her that. Um, but no, I, I I love it. So let's, uh, oh, let's do a little Met Pro segment here. Last, last week, Julia, Julia's been doing Met Pro and she's been crushing it. I was struggling there for a while. I'm getting really back in the groove these days and feeling much better. But my problem, especially when I get busy, is I just skip so many meals. You know, I I, it's it's a horrible thing to do like if metpro ever became like an intermittent fasting type of company i would probably be their star per person cuz i i literally can go hours without eating it's just i don't know what it is about me but i'm like i maybe it's cuz i'm like a camel you know i got like a little hump on my belly but <laughs> um but i i really so you know this next week i really want to focus on getting back on on regular meals and one thing about metpro that's hard is you eat a lot of food, so um, and you lose weight eating a lot of food, which is it, it's kind of it's kind of backwards how. But like you're you not think. eating
1: chips and ice cream and French fries. You're eating healthy food that's typically lower in calories, right?
0: Yeah, that's true. But it still seems it still seems like it just you know calories have never really made sense to me because I'm it feels it still feels like I'm eating like tons of dense foods. You know, it's not like just like fruits and vegetables and like like for somebody like you, I think MePro would be really really hard not not that you would ever need to be on Met Pro but it would be except it's such a good way of eating but I think it would be kind of hard for a vegetarian I just I really do although you know if you did eat a lot of fish and stuff like that that would be that would that would work and then you know protein powders you know we can we can do all that stuff as well yeah. so so but like- I It would be limiting, I think, for me, if I was a vegetarian.
1: So for me, I come from a space where I had um, eating disorder as a teenager. And then in Mm -hmm. my 20s, I had pretty severe anorexia. So for me, I really try to avoid calorie counting in any way, shape or form because it becomes obsessive. I'm very numbers obsessed anyway, as you can tell. Like I love Fitbit. I'm an accountant, so I'm always dealing in numbers. Um, So for me, I cannot count calories it does end up becoming an obsession and it becomes dangerous so for me like i can't do anything that's like i need you to record your calories and i don't know if met pros that way but i can No there, do, there's I no calories like that.
0: there's no calories in it at all like like let's say for for lunch you'll have you'll have so much protein you'll have so much carbs you'll have so much fat you know so it's well balanced it's 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 extremely well balanced but there's no there's no calorie counting at all, you know it might it might say like a you know it'll tell you like how many ounces of something to have or something like that. And It'll give you a big list to choose from, but it's all it's all it's all stuff basically in the grocery store on the on the outer you know on the outside mm-hmm. shelves. That's that's pretty much what it all is, and it's 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 pretty impressive. Now, do you still struggle? Like, how did you get over your anorexia, or do you ever get over that, or how, how does that I, t- explain that to me?
1: Um, You never really get over it. It's something that's kind of with you forever, but I did do some pretty intense therapy in my twenties. And I saw a nutritionist, a a diet, a dietitian, as well. um, And just tried to reframe my relationship with food. It was, for me, it was all about control. I stuff was probably going on in my life that I felt very out of control with. And Mm -hmm. the one thing I could control was food and weight loss and, uh, initially you, you get compliments on your weight loss yeah, and that, that fuels it. So I try not to compliment people when I see that someone's lost weight, because you never really know if someone's going through something or, um, if they're struggling. So I try not to frame, um, compliments around somebody's body. Um, but, uh, really I had to do therapy and see a dietician. Um, you still was, have to do it was to the point they were going to, my doctor was about to, um, file to take my medical rights away. It wow. was that it was, they were, they wanted to put me in a, like a, in, in a treatment facility. Um, and they said yeah. either you either go on therapy, take, I had to take, um, I think I took Zoloft for about six months. Um, and then uh, saw a solid dietitian so it's the combination of the three taking um, an antidepressant and therapy and a dietitian
0: and do you still had to do any therapy at all? I
1: like, don't just- um I've really uh, especially entering my 30s my relationship with my body has changed so much um I appreciate and I, and I think a lot of that comes with watching my parents age
2: mm-hmm.
1: um watching their struggles, um, with their physical activity and my relationship with my body is so much more positive. Now I'm more thankful and more forgiving than I ever was as a teenager. And in my twenties, you know, my twenties, it was all about how I look in a pair of jeans and am I skinny enough? And, you know, a lot of that was eating disorders speak as well. Um, That's interesting. I'm a lot more forgiving now. Nowadays I'm like, if I look, if I look a little bigger then I don't, I don't care. You know, I just, I'm just kind of at the point where like, I appreciate that my body can move every day, that I can get me up out of bed, that I can walk, that I can generally run when I'm not injured, that I can do yoga to maintain flexibility and mobility. Um, so I'm a lot and, more. And, the yoga,
0: and don't you find the yoga helps you mentally too? I mean, oh, absolutely. hundred percent.
1: Yeah. That, but yeah. That is,
0: that yeah. is really interesting because you got to be like, okay, so now like you're at a really healthy weight right now, but
1: how very, do you, very healthy, very normal, I, average, do you, normal do BMI. You,
0: can you weigh yourself? I mean,
1: I can, I don't always like when I was first going through recovery, when I would go to the doctor, they would weigh me backwards. So I couldn't see the scale. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's a lot of Stuff with eating, like I used to like when I would go to the doctor, I would purposely wear heavier clothes and yeah. so make me weigh more, so they weren't concerned as much and think I was good. Yeah, it was a lot. There's a lot of really sneaky behaviors that go on with eating disorders. I'm sorry, questions. No, no, no. I'm open about it because I fully believe secrets keep you sick, um, and so I'm very open about it. I don't hide it really anymore, um, but it's not really part of my everyday life. Um, I don't think about it on a regular basis. I'm really, really lucky that um, I'm at a really, really good place in recovery, but I've been recovered now for, um, let's see, it peaked when we were living in South Carolina. So I've probably been in recovery for, let's see, when we moved in 2014. So probably since like 2015, so seven years or so.
0: Is there a chance you could fall back into it or, I mean, how does that, how does that work with people that come out of anorexia?
1: Yeah. I mean, you definitely can. There's always, a, there's always a chance. Like I said, a lot of it's based on control when you feel out of control, mm-hmm. um, but part of it is developing. Um, I, guess, I don't want to say coping mechanisms, but I, I don't, I'm not sure what other term to use. You, if you find things that keep you on an even keel. So for me, that's daily movement and it's moving, not just to it's moving movement, not to just to burn calories. Cause when I was really, um, really sick, I used to just like run, I would go for runs to burn off yeah. calories. And so I don't do that anymore. My workouts are never for punishment. They're never to earn food later on, I'm never going to do a run so I can go eat pizza later. Like I never mm-hmm. will do that. Um, uh, because that used, that was part of my disorder and it's pretty common too um, as well yeah. for a lot of people with anorexia is, um, it, t- sometimes it coincides with a workout obsession and I was, I was never workout obsessed, but I would feel guilty about eating something and then go run extremely like a lot. Um, mm-hmm.
0: that, I don't want to be
1: triggering to anybody that has suffered um, with an eating disorder before. Um, well, it,
0: it's, yeah. so, it's so tricky. I mean, I, I don't know what my eating disorder is, but I, I obviously have some sort of eating disorder. I wouldn't have gotten, you know, heavier. I think, I think it can kind of work the other way too. I mean, <laughs> for me, it's just focusing on eating healthy, you know, and that's, and that's where MetPro is really, has really helped me learn like what are healthy foods? I mean, it, it's funny if you're, if you're a heavy person and I've lost weight, I, I probably lost weight, gained and lost more weight than Oprah over my life. I mean, you know, I've been up, I've been down, I, you know, it's just, it's just been a roller coaster for me. And, and yeah, when, when you dieted so much, you kind of know the right things to do, mm-hmm. but it's still nice to have, to have that plan, to have that coach, that support, you know, like, you know, and, and my coach, uh, I'll share this. Ryan is is my Met Pro coach. Great, great guy. And you know he's been going through a couple of really tough weeks, and and so you know I get to talk to him about his stuff, and it's it's just you know it, it's just it's just really I'm really impressed. I'm really impressed with the company. But but thanks for sharing about the the eating disorder because I you know it, especially runners, and you know and you're kind of an example of this. You know back in the day, but. But runners, especially, are are really susceptible to that. I've known tons of runners over over my my lifetime, and and it's because you just run so much better if you're lighter. So I mean, it just it just feeds on itself. It, it's the worst sport for 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 that that I I've ever seen. Um, well, I know. I mean, I guess gymnast and and there, I mean, there's other sports like that, but running particularly, you just cannot be a good runner if you aren't lean, you know, and, and then, and then, you know, I used to, and you're right, you know, you're right about complimenting people about weight loss because you never know like what, what they're going through. And even, even me, you know, being like MetPro is our sponsor and, and, you know, I'm always, I I think I'm always careful of talking about it in, in the way of, you know, it's not just for losing weight. It's for kind of overall health. You know, there's people that do MetPro that just, you know, are, are wanting to get more fit. I mean, Julie is a really good example about, about that. You know, she got on that pro um, she quit drinking completely. Um, I want
1: to talk about that. Cause I, I love that for her. And she has inspired me to drink less. I've never been a big drinker. I mm-hmm. didn't have wild college days. Uh, whenever I would go out with f- friends, I, I, didn't live in the city. Like when I was living in Portland, I didn't live in in the city. So I would always have to drive myself home from like bars and stuff. So I could never go crazy because I did not want to drink and drive. And this was before Ubers or Lyfts existed and cabs didn't really go that far. You know what I mean? Like I live in the suburbs. So, um, so I've never been a big drinker, never. And, um, But I will say during the pandemic, it was a lot more common for me to get a bottle of wine Mm -hmm. and have a, for me, excessive would be two glasses. I'm really like, I'll have one glass every now and then. Um, But I started doing a lot more like today was a hard day at work. Let me have a glass of wine and doing and just making it more of a habit, like to have a glass of wine. Um, And. Recently, I went on. I went on a work trip. I went to back to Oklahoma for work, and um, me and the senior leadership all went out to dinner, and we had wine, and then we went back to the hotel, and we were going to play dominoes, and uh-huh. I had I had two glasses of wine at dinner, and then we got oh, back my. to the hotel, and I had a glass of prosecco at the hotel, and then I stayed up late on top of that, but I had the worst hangover. Yeah. I and I'm talking three drinks, but I'm a small person. I'm not a large right. person and I'm not a drinker. Um and I felt so awful. And I was like, I d and I was like, I wish I hadn't drank so much, especially at a work, like there wasn't a work function, but it was right, like right, right. work work people. And I was like, I just and I never really, I don't ever really have moments of regret. And nothing bad happened, but it was just like I wish I had scaled it back a little bit more. Yeah. And so when Julia said she was going to quit drinking and I've had like one or two glasses of wine here. And then last night we went out to celebrate our anniversary. I had one cocktail
2: mm-hmm.
1: and this morning I felt dehydrated and tired and I had a mild headache. One cocktail. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is just, I don't know if this is fun anymore. Like,
2: yeah,
0: it's hard though. Cause you know, especially society, you know, it's. It's such, it's such an ingrained part of our society. Like I rarely drink anymore just because Jennifer doesn't drink. Nikki doesn't drink. Anderson doesn't drink. So like if I'm drinking, I'm just drinking all by myself. Right, And my
1: husband doesn't drink either. So so. if I'm, if I'm having a glass of wine at home, I'm having a glass of wine by myself. Yeah. And every now, like I had a really hard day on Friday. It was a really long day. I didn't feel good in the morning. I worked 10 hours. I was mentally like my brain felt scrambled. I had a glass of wine Friday night to kind of just let my brain, I'm very much in my head a lot of the times. um, So I just needed something to kind of like let my brain like turn off. (laughs) So I had a glass of wine Friday night, then I had a drink last night. And so now I'm just like, okay, I'm done. Like, I don't want to drink.
0: Well, I think it's just like everything in moderation, you know, it kind of goes back to, to MetPro. You're going to, you're going to eat stuff off the MetPro plan and it's just, it's just snapping back, and and it works. It works so well. So I mean, a real focus for me this week. I had a great week at work last week, and I've been behind, and I I got caught up. I have I had like inbox zero for the first time in like months, maybe even years, and and I and I got there like twice last week, and and that was even with doing a lot of stuff with my dad and then my mother in law take her on doctor's appointment. I mean, I I got I, you don't even ask. I got so much stuff going on, but it just, it just helps me snap back. And then, and then I, you know, I can't really put my finger on why I even allowed myself to get heavy in the first place. I, the last time it was like plantar fasciitis, you know, like I was always able mm-hmm. to keep my, or not always, but one of the ways I was able to keep my weight in check was, was running. And then I used to do a lot of theater too. and And that always forced me to, you know, kind of, be cognizant of how I look, but I've, I've kind of struggled with like the opposite. I don't even know if it's a thing. I, I kind of joke about it and I know I shouldn't, you know, cause it's not funny at all, but like, I kind of feel like I've always had the other problem, you know, like it, I look in the mirror and I think I look pretty good, but then like, I see a picture of myself and I'm like, Whoa, you know, you're kind of, you're kind of heavy, but, but like, if I just like my own personal self image, you know, even when I'm heavy, I'm like, Hey, I look <laughs> pretty good. You know, it's just, it's, it's almost like, Anorexia in the other way. I know it's not a thing, but but it feels real to me. I I don't know, but I've never had any therapy about it or anything. So, but but I'm I'm fascinated by therapy, and I really should be going because I'm I'm I think everybody should actually. I think I think, I think everybody
1: should. I, I think th- everybody nobody, is messed up. Everybody has some skeleton, and I don't think anybody goes through life completely unscathed, especially childhood. I, I don't think anybody goes through childhood or life unscathed. And I think everybody on some level could benefit from some sort of therapy. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, we've gotten heavy on this Met Pro I commercial. I know.
1: Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, <poor> MetPro.
0: <laughs> anyway, if you want, if you're interested in Met Pro or seeing what it can do for you, metpro.co forward slash Peloton people, all lowercase. And um, it's, it's a pretty amazing uh, ride for sure. So there's been some ups, there's been some downs. And um, mainly for me, ups and the downs sort of way, but it's 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 been great. And thank you so much, Heather, for like th- this has been really great. I, I I just I can't even tell you how much I'm I'm loving this. So now I want to get to like our topic of the day because you're an app user. So last week it was reported that the app may introduce tiered pricing and uh, maybe have a freemium um model to it and um you know all this kind of stuff. So I want to get your thoughts on this cuz you are an app an app only user right now. So what what are, what were your thoughts when you first saw this story?
1: So I've I get a lot of value out of my app. I will say I think 12.99 that's what I pay every month for my app. I do think for for one how much I use it and two the content I get out of it, I think it should be a higher price. Mm-hmm. Um Especially when it comes to things like yoga uh, and strength training. Um, a typical yoga class, unless I was to take yoga on YouTube, I know there's yoga on YouTube that's free. Um, but if I was to go to a yoga class, it's minimum $20 for the class. Minimum. It depends on where you live. It could easily be more than that. If you live in, you know, a major city like New York or San Francisco or LA. Um, but it's minimum probably between 18 and $20 for me to go take a yoga class. Some yoga studios have memberships where you get, you know, unlimited yoga for like so many hundreds of dollars a month. So for me, if it was just running, I could run outside for free and I can run on my non Peloton, uh, treadmill for free.
2: Mm-hmm. Um
1: that's what I've done for years. But it's the other stuff that um really makes the membership worth it for me. Um so I'm curious to see how this tiered pricing will work if it's uh I don't know. I I I kind of almost feel like an a la carte membership might work for some people. Like for me, I really don't do a whole lot of strength. I could probably take it or leave it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um I don't do any cycling. Um I don't do really any boot camps. Yeah. Um so if I could just pay for treadmill content, running and walking and yoga and stretching, I'd be happy. Yeah. I, I don't know have... what that would cost to do like an a la carte program. Um, but tiered pricing sounds interesting. I'm curious to see what that'll look like. I do feel like I'm getting way more value. Uh and I could probably pay more.
0: Well, sure. I when I read this at first, I was like, "Whoa, I wonder if that means like pricing's going up." But then I read the article associated with it, and and I thought, I, I'm kind of of the point now where I think it's not going to go up, and I think they're going to add in free content, um, because it one of the things that like Barry McCarthy said they want to have 100 million app users right so if you're going to add users you're not going to be making stuff more expensive i think you're going to have just more free type stuff get people try to get them hooked like you were on that first queen ride that you took and then and then if they want like everything or or more then it'll cost it'll cost money and so i sort of think that's the approach they're going to take i really don't see the app um going up and cost much cuz Let's, let's say because app users probably churn more. I mean, I have no numbers on this at all, but I would think that an app user would churn more than anything. When I first joined Peloton, and I, I kind of did it off and on for a while, but when I first joined the app, because I didn't have the equipment, it was nineteen ninety nine a month, and then and then it it went down in price. But like back in the day, I mean, it was like twenty bucks a month to be a Peloton member. And they didn't even have all the all the stuff, you know, it was Mm -hmm. it was mainly just biking, you know, back then. And then they dropped the price to I can't remember when it was, but they dropped the price to $12.95 or whatever, whatever it is now. And it's been that way ever since. I mean, sure, you could probably raise it uh, a buck or two more and and not. But, you know, everything is going up right now. So you got to be real cognizant of that, too. You know, Mm -hmm. like everything is going is going up. So I think I think to my personal opinion is they're going to add more free stuff to it where people can just come on, try it out. And then that's how they're trying to get people. And then eventually, like you're probably someday going to come up to be like you're going to get a bike or, you know, something in Peloton. And and then and then you'll be stuck paying like 50 bucks a month. And you'll (laughs) and you'll and you'll still be happy about that, by the way. (laughs) You know, I mean, it it seems weird to say that because you get such a great deal. Especially like for all you've done, I mean, you've done 16,000 minutes all within the Peloton app. I mean, that that's pretty impressive. And I don't I mean, I would think you're probably higher up there for for app users. I I, I kind of feel like and once again, I have no numbers. I just it just kind of a feeling that I feel like app users aren't as hardcore as as the you know people that have the equipment you know no I and,
1: I agree with you I agree you with know you. you're
0: you're kind of you're kind of unusual in that in that vein but uh and even like even in Peloton people I, I sometimes I feel like you're like the only app only user in the whole group you know I mean
1: I, I think I might be <laughs> actually I think most people have something they have a bike or they have a tread yeah I think I might be the only app user. I mean, I'm have the thing is, is I don't. I was raised not to replace stuff until stuff breaks. Right. So, right. Um. As long as your treadmill's working, now see works. when your
0: tread when your tread breaks,
1: that's I would when seriously you might. consider a Peloton tread. I would. Yeah. Um. But you like would the, love I,
0: it. You would. I mean, the price is high, but you would love it. I'm. I'm telling you.
1: And I I've looked at the discounts for Black Friday, and I'm like, oh, but like I said, I'm not somebody, I don't get rid of stuff. If it's, if it's still working, I really don't like doing that. Um, that's just how I was raised. Like my parents still have their washing washer and dryer from the seventies. Yeah, These huge, ugly Kenmore washers are like green from like 1977, like be- way before I was even, I was born in 1985. So these washers and dryers <laughs> at their house have been around longer than I've been alive. Um, oh, that's funny because they don't get rid of anything until it dies. And I kind of have adopted that, you know? So I really struggle with replacing my treadmill while it's still perfectly usable. You're such a
0: puppy, by the way. I graduated from high school in 1985. So
1: okay. I still feel old.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, no, you're not old at all. Let's go through some, some quick news. You just talked about the Black Friday specials. Um, they've come out like I think maybe even yesterday with even mm-hmm. better specials, like it's even more off. So they're they're getting more and more enticing. And then the other big real news is the rower is now available to finance, you know. Yes, uh, which is kind of neat. And for all products, the interest rates have declined. So now it's 4.99%, I think down from 14.99% um, for 24, 39, and 43 months. And I think for 12 months, if you do the 12-month options, it's 0% um, Mm -hmm. interest. So that, I mean, if you're thinking about a rower or any of the other products, like you could do a tread that way now, too. Like for a while, I don't think the tread was being financed. And and so like everything, like, I mean, they dropped the interest rate by 10%. But, you know, we talked about last week how how a firm's having problems, you know, with the Peloton slowdown. And so maybe this will help. This will probably just help everybody out, I would imagine. Um, yeah, so. no,
1: it's really exciting. And if, if I didn't already have a treadmill, I would see, be seriously considering a Peloton using the 0% for 12 months. Um, but well, for you, what, I, what I you, briefly, I briefly thought I briefly thought about it, but what uh,
0: you could, do. I, I love your your philosophy. If it's, if it's not broke, you know, don't, don't fix it. But now one thing you could do is look at selling your tread. Although I think treads are kind of hard to sell because they're so heavy and people have to go pick them up. My
1: Bowflex is several hundred pounds. Like it is massive. Yeah,
0: so that thing's probably not going to wear out anytime soon. And you're probably not going to sell it.
1: It's so huge. I would honestly would probably end up donating it and like paying like a company to come pick it up and take it away because it's so big. It would... It's just a massive piece well, of equipment. <laughs>
0: it's it's funny you say that because, you know, I was thinking out here, we have a treadmill, but it is so old and it just doesn't work anymore at all. Now, I, I think I might be able to take it apart and maybe like clean all the components and everything, put it back together. And it would be, it might be okay, but like right now you'll be running on it. It'll just stop. I mean, it's, it's got some real, real issues, but I was thinking I could just go get a tread for here. Um, cause you can get a treadmill so cheap. I mean, you know, cause it's, it's the kind of item and really any items like this, you know, it, if it's so heavy that somebody doesn't want to move it, um, that's when you get like cheap items. Cause really, it, you know, I, you can get a decent tread, at least around here. I bet it's everywhere for a couple hundred bucks. I mean, you could probably get something pretty nice, you know, cause people just don't, a lot of people, well, you know, that, well, you don't, But a lot of people start, you know, get a tread and they never use it. You know, it becomes like a
1: clothes hanger that people put their clothes on it. (laughs) Just like um,
0: cycling bikes two spin bikes. I mean, treadmill really broke that mold, you know, by what they've come out with. You know, their their churn is so low on on the equipment users. I mean, now it happens and you'll see them for sale all over the place. Like you can get you can get just a regular bike now for. Anywhere from six eight hundred bucks if you're really looking for a good deal, and then now the bike plus is still pretty high. But um, you know, if I just wanted to get another bike, I could probably I could probably swing that just looking in the you know the clap the local classifieds, you know, next door Facebook Marketplace or something like that. But I don't know. I I do I do miss the tread, but the Peloton tread is so good. It, it really it. I it's, think it's such maybe next I'll
1: I'll keep it in mind. For maybe next Black Friday, if hopefully if they're running a similar like a good yeah. deal, maybe the tread price will go back down because I know they raised it this year. I know. So maybe it'll go back down. Um, so I I may keep it in mind for next year if I'm still pelotoning the way I am. Um, I you know, wonder. I wonder if this is impressive. So,
0: <laughs> like I've never understood why peloton raised the price of the tread so much and and did some of the things and, and and now i'm kind of wondering if if they did that to set up a price drop you know right around christmas or the first of the year when you know everybody's thinking about exercise again i i just because it goes it, think about all the people that were on the fence when it was like 2400 bucks and then you know it went up to like
1: was it 3000 3, or more? something
0: yeah, yeah i mean it went up a lot and so then so then what if, what if like around Christmas time or the first of the year, they dropped it back down to that price? I mean, would, and then people are like, whoa, I probably should get it now. I mean, I wonder if, I wonder if maybe that's too much thought into it, but I don't know. I mean,
1: I wouldn't be surprised. Um, But yeah, I think, I think maybe I'll keep it in mind for maybe next black Friday and keep my yeah. ear out for any deals or if it drops in price again, maybe just pull the trigger and just, you, you would hire lie. somebody to come grab my old treadmill. I don't even <laughs> care. I mean, it, I think I, we paid about a thousand dollars for this treadmill in 2018. So yeah. it's four years old. I've already, you know, the sunk cost theory, it's already, I've already used all the money off of it already. So.
0: Yeah. But a good treadmill should last you, you know, 15, 20 years. I mean, they, they really shouldn't, shouldn't wear out, you know? No, I mean, it's,
1: Working great, so I. Yeah, but we'll see. Had, I'm kind of on the fence to see where Peloton goes as a company as well.
0: Yeah, uh, I know, you know I, it's, Peloton's it's, not going anywhere. They're 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 too entrenched, I think. But you know, it, it's it's kind of funny. You know, when we sent our Tread Plus back. You know, Nikki and Anderson were not not in favor of that, and it really was a great piece of equipment. But I was like, you know, I just I just want a regular tread. I just want a tread. You know, so then I went with a Nordic track, like a really nice Nordic track, like one of the expensive ones. And it was it was during the pandemic, of course, and and uh, they were like, well, but you'll we'll ship it this day, and and you know, they just kept telling me it went on for like four weeks that they were going to ship it, and they never did. So I ended up canceling the order. Then I ordered a Nordic Track, a much cheaper one off of Amazon, because you know, like Amazon's pretty good about delivering stuff. So I got that in like the next day or something like that, and it literally lasted two seconds. I mean, it, it, maybe maybe ten seconds, but I got on it like ten seconds and it died. And so I called Nordic Track. I'm like, okay, this thing died. What do I do? They're like, oh, that's probably a bad circuit board. We'll have to send you another one. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, how long is that going to take? And they're like, well, probably in a couple of weeks. I'm like, are you kidding me? I mean, a treadmill lasts 10 seconds. So I called Amazon, told them to come get it. And I, you know, I didn't want it. And they were like, blah, blah, blah. But I finally got to a person that's like, um you know, you can just, you can just keep it. We'll, we'll refund the money. And, and, but I didn't want it. Yeah. Cause they I just, didn't want to
1: pay anybody. They didn't want to come pick it up. No.
0: Oh. And I didn't want it. So, and it wouldn't fit through the door or anything. So I took it apart and just threw it away. I mean, I didn't try to sell it. I didn't do it. I just, I, and I was done. I was done with it, but yeah, you talk you. about, you talk about a bad experience with a company, Nordic track, just oh, had a horrible experience with them, but I, which is weird. Cause I really like their iFit product. I really like. have you ever tried the iFit app?
1: Mm-mm. No, because I don't. I'm not an i. I don't I'm not an Apple user. You're what? I'm not an Apple. Like I mean, I have an iPhone, but I don't. I don't think. But are you, you, talking, don't about, have are you to, you're talking about Apple Fitness or no?
0: I fit. I Okay. Yeah, it's a neat. It's a neat product because, you know, you have you use an iPad or anything like that?
1: No, I'm old school. I don't okay. have an
0: iPad. Because <laughs> if you if you have like an iPad, you could put it on your your treadmill. And then all their classes are not all their classes, but but their programs are interesting. And like it might be like a three week run run program in Hawaii, you know, so like you're you're running along the beach or in the hills or or something. And one thing that's really cool now, it doesn't do it with the treadmill with with uh, it's got to be like a Nordic track or one of their treadmills, but it'll auto incline up and down based on the terrain, which I just thought I thought that was really cool.
2: That is cool.
0: and so I mean they have they have some really neat programs on there. I've I've tried it out and uh, but I always go back to Peloton. You know it's just I I I, I really wish that you know Peloton scenic stuff is sort of like that, but it, it's it, iFit is a really neat product. Anderson always rolls his eyes whenever I bring up iFit, so he's not here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not rolling my eyes at you. <laughs>
0: Let's see. So now new focus flow yoga classes for runners and riders. Um, and you have taken one of these.
1: I have. Yeah. I took the 10 minute one that Dennis offered. I don't, I'm not a huge fan of Mariana. Mm Uh, I find her actually to be very like advanced. Um, I've taken a couple of her classes and, uh, she's tough. So I was afraid to take her. I think she's got the 20 minute run runner focus flow. And Mm -hmm. I was afraid to take that one with her. Um, So I did the dentist one. I liked it. It was really good. It was a lot about opening up the hips and, um, it was a good one for sure. Does it sound sound like there's going to
0: be more of these coming out or is it going to be like a regular thing or did they just drop a few of these? I think
1: they just dropped a few of them. I didn't hear anything else about it other than I was... I usually check to see what new yoga classes, because I don't do a whole lot of live classes Mm -hmm. with my schedule, especially the yoga classes. A lot of them occur in the morning when I'm already working. Um, So I don't really get a chance to. So I was just going through the app one morning to see what new yoga classes there were. And I saw four of of them. I was like, oh, this is cool. So I thought I would just share with the community because I thought I'm sure a lot of people would like to know about that. That's really neat.
0: Now, also, I noticed um, Amazon's now selling uh, Peloton in the United Kingdom. So that's kind of that's kind of cool. And and they say it's going to be they're going to be doing it in Germany pretty soon. I'm wondering if in the next year if they're going to even open up in more countries. You know, um, we were talking about last week on on. on the podcast about German and, you know, Julia I and, heard, and yeah. Annie both want to know a little German. And and I just, I don't like German at all. I don't like the way it sounds. It I just,
1: love it. But
0: yeah, I know you, You a lot of people do. I don't know. I must be in the minority there.
1: My husband doesn't like it either. I took German in high school. Uh, oh, okay. I don't remember really much of it, but to me, German, a lot of words sound very similar to English. English is a Germanic language anyway.
2: Mm-hmm. So to
1: me, I find German very, easier to follow along with because a lot of the words sound similar. It's like, I can kind of understand what they're saying on the, on the runs. I've actually picked up a lot more German with the instructors. I know, I know all the numbers. So, uh, so I kind of like, I can figure it out. I know what I, it's like when I took the hike this morning with Tobias, I knew that when he said dry percent, obviously that's 3%.
0: I would so, not have known it was that. So I, easy. I, I'm telling you, I I do not know one. Spl- and I've taken a bunch of Tobias classes. I couldn't tell you one word, not one. You just word. need to learn
1: one through ten or one through okay. nine. That like eins, zwei, drei, vier, fünf, sechs, sieben, acht, neun, and then you're good. Because when you hear, you know, dry or vier, you're like, okay, I know exactly the number he's telling me. And then okay. present. They say pr- present, like they have a z in their percent. But you know, so if you hear dry present you know that's percent I see that's you throwing easy. that knowledge
0: around that's yeah pretty, pretty I think impressive. I think
1: it's easy to follow um
0: let see I want them I want him to move into France because I love I love French speaking I just love it I, love, I would take every French class I, oh I love it. I
1: think it's beautiful but I couldn't tell you anything other than I know like un do trois is one two three and papillon uh-huh. papillon is butterfly uh
2: peripoli. pretty good at your French
1: parapluie pluie is umbrella. Uh, I don't, I know a couple little words, so that's about it.
0: Yeah, that's about me too. So, but I if, but oddly enough, and I think I said this last week, I can read French. It's the strangest thing. So I don't know what's up with that, but I I can't. I just love listening to it though. Just love it's beautiful. it. So so Peloton, really Peloton, go to France just for me. Um, let's see. Oh, this is really huge news. It won't be news, big news for you, but the Target Power Zone. Um, was i just see that it's really neat because when you take when you take a power zone class and i'm not big into power zone but tons of peloton people are because because they're hardcore maniacs and 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 power zone are the classes that make you better they make you a better athlete but you'll be in this power zone class and basically heather they have one through one through seven zones so and the zones are personalized to you you take an ftp test and, and then it, it's personalized to you. So like my zone three might be way different than your zone three, but we're both theoretically working just as hard, you know, in those in mm-hmm. in those in those zones. So you would be in a class and they call out which zone you're in. And if you <laughs> if you zone out, then you don't really even know what zone you're supposed to be in. So now with the little bar that's on the bottom, they have it highlighted which zone you should be in. Just a brilliant idea. I should have done this forever ago. but it, it is really neat. I haven't taken a power zone class since they did this, but I definitely will. It's, I it's wish the they whole... had
1: like an equivalent for the tread, though, because uh-huh. there's a lot I know, of times I know. where I'm running at like a 5.6 or a 5.8, you know, on my treadmill. But that's probably the equivalent of what somebody else is running, like a 7 or an 8%, because I'm just so much slower, but I have to work so much harder or as hard as somebody going an 8, Yeah. you know. On a treadmill, so I wish there was an equivalent for the treadmill. I've heard that
0: like the run meter is like that, but there's nothing like that on the Peloton tread yet. But I know, I know what you mean. Like, like used to back in the day, everybody would train heart rate, heart rate, heart rate. You know, like stand zone three, stand zone four, and then and then that kind of that kind of training went away. Um,
1: It's still really popular on Reddit though, because I follow a lot of the Reddit running.
0: Oh, they friends. so they still, there's, there's still a lot of heart rate runners very, out there?
1: Very, yeah, a lot of people are still heart rate running. The problem is for me to be in zone two, I have to basically do a 12-minute mile. And I, mean, I feel like I, I have to shuffling. walk. I mean, I pretty yeah, much have I mean, to walk. Yeah, I mean, and almost all of my runs end up in the peak zone, over 100. Yeah. For, based on my heart rate, almost all of my runs end up in the peak. So almost every single run I do, it's like my heart is pounding, I'm pouring sweat. And, but otherwise I would have to be walking or shuffling or, you know, like, I'm like, you, I
0: kind of wish there was something like that on the tread as well. So maybe, maybe maybe someday, but there is like a metric, I think on the Apple watch, it's kind of new. It's called the, I think it's a run metric is what it's called. And I'm not sure how it, how it works, but it's sort of like power zone for running but I, I know not even enough to even sound halfway intelligent. So we'll just we'll just go from there. <laughs> but, but that that's huge to me. That was like the biggest news of the week was the power zone, you know, just adding that highlight there. You know, that's yeah. one reason I don't take a lot of live classes either. And, and a lot of times I go like a maniac on a, a live class anyway, because I don't really hear the shout outs. I'm just zoning out in the music. And, and so I take a lot of, I like taking on-demand classes way more because, you know, especially German, I, I would be lost in, in a German live class. And, uh, you know, but then, you know, on-demand, on, the, on demand you got, you can see the call-outs right there on the screen. So that that's really why I've always liked those. Uh, I this guess one, this, I... Oh, go ahead.
1: I was going to say, I don't, I don't really, I don't really pay attention to the call-outs anyway, because I can't do a six... A lot of times I'm like, oh, and we're going to be running at a six to eight on your treadmill. I can't even run at a six co- for a constant for a 30 minute run anyway. Yeah, so I'll try I, it. I'll try. I I really, I can't, I don't. I, that's, that's how I get injured. That's yeah. how I got injured this last time. I was doing like a six. And then on one of the call outs, it was like a 6.2, 6.3 add on, add on. I can't do that stuff. I Then that's how I end up hurt. So that's why I, I truly do not really even follow call outs. I do have some like on the walking classes. If they tell me to power walk, I can do the power walk. If they say go to four percent incline, I'll do a four percent incline. But when they're saying go max out your treadmill incline, go seven to eight on the treadmill, I'm like, I can't do that. And there's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with that, is what I'm saying.
0: I, I can't I can't either, but one of my proudest moments, I mean I try, I almost always try, but it took me a long time before I could even do a running class. And then I did one and it had some walks in it. I think it may have been a John Hoskins' class. And I was like, okay, these aren't so intimidating after all. You know, because I was just a run-walk guy for a long time there. And then, and then I found out, oh, I could do that. And then I got to where I was able to run again, you know, nonstop. And I was like, this is pretty cool. But I could still couldn't do all the call-outs. But one of my proudest moments was I did a John Hoskins beginner interval run. And I mean, it was a beginner interval run. And I've always liked intervals anyway, but I was able to do like all the call outs in that whole class, like the the exact times I was like, man, that's pretty cool. You know, the hard
1: thing with me for intervals is because of my my treadmill, it takes forever to increase or decrease the speed. ah. So when they're, when they're doing like hit classes or interval classes, when they say, okay, we're going to you know go up to this amount for a minute and then we're going to go back down for a minute. It takes my treadmill 20 seconds to slow that back down to a walk. Uh, so by the time you. I'm down to a walk, they've already been recovering for 20 seconds. And now that I only get 40 seconds to recover and then I've got to try to increase my speed. So that's the only thing that's really kind of a bummer with my treadmill is it's not as fast. It does not speed up as fast or uh, slow down as fast as the Peloton. So I have a really hard time following interval callouts because it takes me so much longer to get down to a walk than everybody else or get up to the speed than everybody else.
0: I feel, I feel Peloton's does that pretty well. And I, I also wish, you know, I would have to override it all the time, but I kind of also wish I could auto follow speeds as well.
1: I'm glad you know, I can't,
0: <laughs> but you know, like iFit has that option, but for some reason in my mind, I feel like if Peloton turned that on on their treadmills, the first time somebody went slamming into the wall, you know, they would, they would recall the tread or something like that. You know, I, yeah. it's just, so I, I guess you can't, I, I, but I don't know how I fit gets away with doing it. And then, you know, Peloton could, I don't know anyway. So anyway, Oh, Oh, this is kind of neat. This is, this is right up your alley. You're probably an NSYNC fan, your age and everything. So um, our NSYNC artist series.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. In my age, age group. Uh, I'm a, proud millennial. I'm not afraid to say it. Uh, I fought I'm an older millennial being born in 85, a little bit on the older side, but, uh, uh, I'm proud to be a millennial and I'm, I love our music and I'm excited for the InSync. I wish I could take the InSync runs. I would have to walk them right now. And I really just don't want to. So, yeah. uh, I'm waiting until I'm healed. And then I plan on taking them. I think there is an InSync yoga flow, but I think, I think Mariana has the yoga flow. And like I said, I'm not a huge Mariana fan, so I'll probably take it anyway. But I'm sure I'll probably hate. I don't want to nope. say hate it. I probably won't like it.
0: <laughs> was was Justin Timberlake? Was he an was he an insinker?
1: Yeah, he was an insinker. Okay, okay. Yeah. And J, okay. J C Chavez. And honestly, I was more of a Backstreet Boys girl. Um, okay, I always get I, those
0: two confused. Backstreet yeah, Boys and Insinker.
1: Backstreet Boys was like Nick Carter. um... I don't even know if I could remember that Brian, there's one that was named Brian, AJ, um, Joey. I don't know. Was Joey and in- Joey was in sync. Okay, okay. But yeah, any, I don't I don't remember girl. I don't remember any like of them. That I want it that way and quit playing games with my heart. and I was always now, way more into the Backstreet Boys. On Cody too.
0: On Cody's show ride the he's got one of the one of the instinct guys on I think he show. Had
1: JC JC Chavez.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that him. and I think Emma was was on that too. You'll have to I wonder if they'll take those to the tread like they took Ashton's um run series to the bike. You know, I wonder if I wonder if they'll do that because that, that might be something you would like to do.
1: I know I feel like I said I feel like I miss out without having a bike. I've actually considered doing the cycling classes, but just running them. Yeah, yeah I've considered it, but then I feel like it would throw off my s- stats and I would not like that as somebody who's like a numbers focused person. Yeah. I would hate to see like five cycling on there and then I've got, you know, I'd be like, that belongs in running and I'm sure, run- so, yeah. yeah, it would really bother me. So no, that would drive
0: you insane. I don't it would think drive you drive do that. But I've, so, I've,
1: I've seriously considered it though.
0: So Tunde, um had Aaron Judge riding in, um the studio during her 45 minute hit and Hills on yesterday's class, November 19th. So that's kind of cool. He he's a baseball player. I think oh, see, I, I can't baseball. remember. I don't, I don't know baseball very well, but I saw a picture of the class and oh my God, he's huge. I mean, this guy is ginormous. He's, he's just, he's just a, he looks, he looks like a giant in the class <laughs> with everybody. Else. I mean, it looks like you're taking a Peloton class with a giant. That's uh, let's see. Anna Greenberg's returning December. It said it said in the post or her Instagram she was returning to Peloton December nineteenth, but won't be live on the mat till January. So I don't know if that means probably
1: recording some content. Yeah, maybe
0: so. So that's kind of cool. Like, do you like her?
1: I do like it. My favorite. I was going to get into this a little bit later, but I do like Anna. She's not on my favorites as far as yoga instructors go, but I do. I do like Anna. Okay. Um,
0: well, let's just go ahead and get into that. Who are your, fa- who are your faves right now?
1: Um, I'm going to highlight a DT. I'm going to do a okay. yoga spot, like Cause I feel like we always talk about, uh, in cycling and running yeah. instructors. So I was going to just highlight a DT. So she actually helped launch Peloton yoga and meditation back in 2018. So I didn't mm-hmm. realize she had been a part of that initial launch. Um, and then she has her own flow and let go series, which I have not taken any of the recent ones. I did take a holiday flow and let go um, from t- her 2020. Uh, it was from 2020, and I actually think you would like the flow and let go. Uh, I don't know if you've done any before. Mm, I haven't. But it's about half of it's a flow, and the rest is a restorative. So
0: oh, I would love yoga, that.
1: Half restorative.
0: And where do I find those?
1: Those are uh, they're just called flow and let go, and she's got a current. She's doing, I think, like a six week series she's doing them at, on like thursday nights um oh, cool. i don't know if they have their own collection or not um i found the holiday one from the holiday collection and i took that one and i really liked it um but i as soon as i took it and i realized it was half half flow half restorative i said oh i think william will absolutely love this because i know you uh, love restorative love yoga, which is basically just like taking a nap <laughs>
2: Hey, that hurts.
0: It's so true, though. Oh, it's 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 like taking a nap in different positions. But yeah, it is, it is definitely like taking a nap. I love but, restorative yoga.
1: But I think you would really enjoy um, the flow and let goes because they're pretty easy flows, and then you go into um half of a restorative. Oh, that so. is right up
0: my alley. You know, ever since we did our yoga program, I, I I maybe kept up like a week after, and and then I fell off the the yoga flow or in any yoga. Um, bandwagon. I just, I don't know. I just couldn't, I always had trouble picking a class, you know, that's what I really liked about that program. You know, they told us exactly what to do that day and I just loved it. And I felt I was running the best I've run in years and I was feeling great. Um, You know, a lot of that came crashing down when my dad had his surgery and all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff anyway, but, but I got to get back into, into yoga, yoga and, and eating, correctly on time. Those are two things that really helped me.
1: No, I, I love yoga and I've actually kept up with it. Um, I don't know how everybody else who did the program with us is doing, but, um, you know, I was doing a little bit of yoga before we did the program and then we mm-hmm. did the program. And even though it was hard to do it every night, um, I've kept up doing it probably four to five nights a week. I say, I, I would say I do yoga. That's impressive. Um, I usually pick a slow flow. I love Cause That's like my favorite to do, too. Yeah, Next, restorative. Because I, I prefer to do my cardio in the morning, and then I really like a slow flow at night to unwind. And then sometimes I'll even do a restorative or a shavasana after, so I get a little extra relaxation afterwards. Um, but the reason why I love Aditi, why she's one of my instructor spotlight, is her slow flows. Literally, I can close my eyes and follow exactly what she's saying without having to open my eyes once. She is to me like her, her, the way she instructs her poses, her instruction speaks to me. And it's not yeah. that way with every instructor. Like I really like Chelsea, but sometimes Chelsea uses a little bit more, like I would say flowery words to describe what she wants you to do for the pose. And I'm like, wait, what are you telling me to do? And I have to look up and watch her. So that's why I love Aditi and her just her vibe, her music, her energy, maybe because she's a little bit closer in age to me. I think she's probably younger than me, but um Aditi's energy and everything she brings to the mat just really just like and I've taken one or two Aditi classes where I didn't enjoy like I like I think I took her Alanis Morissette class when they had the uh for the AFO, mm-hmm. and I didn't particularly care for the flow in that one. But um in general, Aditi's flows really, especially her flow flows, really speak to me, and I just love. Closing my eyes and just doing the entire thing with my eyes closed.
0: I might like Aditi way more with my eyes closed because when I'm looking at her, she just looks so graceful. I know, and she's just so beautiful so,
1: too. It's so
0: beautiful. It's just like it, it's like, how can this human being do this kind of thing? So maybe, maybe if I did my eyes closed, <laughs> I wouldn't have I wouldn't be so intimidated. I, I mean, just
1: love her, like the way she instructs the poses. It's to me, it feels very natural and it, it's the way she says the way she tells you to get into the poses feels it makes sense to my brain and that I don't even need to watch what she's doing. Some instructors, I don't understand what they're telling me to do. And I'm like, wait, I need to look up at you and uh, see what you're doing. Like,
0: yeah, um, that, that makes sense. Now yeah. is is Susie still your favorite
1: tread? She's still my favorite tread. I'd say Tobias is like a really close second. Um, and re- recently I've really like, I've taken a couple of John Hoskins walks. Oh, he's great. And I, I love how goofy he is. I know a lot of people don't like, I have got a friend of mine that is, I did like a 45 minute John Hosking walk one day. And she was like, I don't know how you could put up with him for 45 minutes, but I like it because I'm goofy and I dance and I sing when I'm walking and I'll even sing when I run, which I'm sure like makes it 10 times harder, but I like that because I'm goofy like that too. So if I'd I enjoy. Been a, if
0: it. I'd been a Peloton instructor back in the day, I would have been more like John Hoskins than than any of them. I'm I'm pretty silly too. So but I
1: love I love Susie's a lot of her music selections. Um, really sp- follow along with my music, my personal taste in music, um, mm-hmm. and Tobias as well has um, follows. My well, Tobias, Tobias is
0: really hits my zone. on music. Especially like
1: his rock, anything yeah. that's like rock, you know, classic rock or nineties rock or punk rock, or I love everything. He, all his playlists. I and even loved
0: his Andrew Lloyd Webber run. Um, See, yeah,
1: I'm not into musicals. I so. love theater.
0: Love it. Love it. Love it. So I, I'll, I'll do any theater class just about. So anyway, another story that I saw pop up is, There were members in the studio and a couple of live classes this week. So I don't know if that means they're going to start having people in the studio more, you know, during the week.
1: Somebody said, I thought I saw something either on Instagram, maybe it was on PeloBuddy or that they were like Fitbit or not Fitbit, Peloton employees. Oh, live classes. That's interesting. It's like a group of like Peloton employees that took the classes or something like that. So yeah,
0: when when all the people came back, I thought I was really going to hate it, but I don't mind it at all. So I don't. It's,
1: I honestly don't pay. It. I'm. Yeah. I don't pay attention. Uh, I like. I, I prefer it on the UK classes, the London classes, because you can't see anybody in the mirrors. There's no mirrors in the London ex- classes e-
0: except Hazel. You can always see Hazel.
1: <laughs> That's right. She's always. <laughs> London. so she's always
0: like right there in the corner but I'm with you like the mirrors are distracting you know and and I don't mind like when they pan to the sides and you can see people but it, you just when you see people constantly peddling in the mirrors it's just it's just distracting I, I think the
1: I, London I, studio looks better anyway I love I too. the London studio the way it looks I think the American studio looks so dark and yeah I I'm like god I would like I mean, yeah, I because like, the London
0: one's all lit up, isn't it? It's
1: it's it's. I f- it feels like it's a lot brighter in the London studio, and then I prefer yeah. the sound mixing as well on the on demand class on the on demand classes. The mm-hmm, sound true. mixing so much better for the London classes.
2: Um, I now, just per-
1: so that's why I'm excited that Hannah Frankson is a new tread instructor. So I have another tread instructor I can try for the UK. (laughs) She's
0: going to, she's going to be great too. She's got quite the running background. Um, I mean, more, more sprinting than distance, but she's, she's going to be awesome. So, you know, Matt Wilpers ran the, um, New York city marathon. So I was trying to find his time and I I finally found it, but I found some, like some cool facts. So, um, Ashton Kutcher was the most track celebrity, um, in the New York city marathon i believe it
1: and, i totally believe it
0: but number two was matt wilpers um and and they they also say consider him a celebrity as well so he was the first celebrity finisher and he ran a three three hours 17 minutes and four seconds and he's run he's run marathons much faster i think it was slow i mean it was hot that day and the heat always slows people down yeah. in the marathon but and his pace came out to seven um, thirty one, so Gosh. seven minute thirty one. I mean, that's that's pretty good. That sounds
1: so fast to me. And to think, like the Olympic, you know, Elliot Kipchoge, that runs marathons in almost two hours. Yeah, you know, in like insane. just like two oh one. I'm like, that is so fast.
0: Uh, it's, it, it's, it's incredibly fast. And, and Matt like, also, he slowed over the course cause he went out, he went out at about a 6, 615, 630 pace. So he really, he slowed down over the course. And I think, you know, he was closer to like eight minute pace at the end. So that's not the way you want to run a marathon. He probably right. had, he probably had aspirations to run under three. I would imagine with yeah. going out at that pace, he was probably shooting for a two forties in that, in that range. But you know, like I said, another a hot day. Now Ashton um, ran an eight fifty six pace, and he was he was eight thousand one hundred forty out of forty seven thousand seven hundred forty five finishers. That's Ashton Kutcher. That's amazing. And uh, which I mean, that's pretty impressive too. And he ran negative splits, so he started. He started a, a little bit slower and then just kept building. And that's the way you want to run a marathon. That's you probably just how Bex feel,
1: trained him too.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Bex is amazing. But that's the way you want to run a marathon because you just feel so much better. If you can run the second half faster than the first. And and the one marathon that I ran decent, uh, what I think at my time was 338, 339. And I I did. my I went out super, super slow. And then I just felt better every single mile, you know, so it's like, that is the way to run. You're miserable. And I've done, I've done marathons the other way too, like where you go out too fast and then you're just, you're just praying for the finish line, but it feels so good. And that's really any race, any race that you can go out slow and then finish fast. Cause you're always passing people for one thing, you know? So unless you're, unless you're trying to win the race, it's such a great way to run. It's such a great way. Um, but it's some, so, so here's another New York city marathon fact, the average time, four hours, 50 minutes and 20 or four hours and 50 minutes, 26 seconds. And that's, that's between men, women and everything. And the oldest finisher was 88 years old, a man named Alan Patrickoff. Um, I I can't remember his time, but it was, it was pretty decent. And then the largest age group was 40 to 44. That was the largest age group in the New York city marathon so uh, let's see. Let's go down to some Facebook news. So Jenny McLaughlin, this is this is my news of the week, by the way. Um, oh, and I might as well talk about this, too, if anybody's still listening. Like if you come here, <laughs> if, you, if you ever come to my Airbnb in Murfreesboro, if you ever send me anything, um, a message or anything like that, and you don't want me to talk about it on the show, just let me know. I will not talk about um, anything, but but if not at, at pretty much with me, everything's fair game. So, but unless I'm at, if I'm asked not to talk about something, I won't, but, but Jenny sent me a message and she ordered a tread. So, um, I'm so excited to see. I'm how excited
1: she, for her. I love her so much. I just oh, want she's to say, so I love great. Jenny. She, gets,
0: she has so much great information. I love Springsteen. I love, I just, uh, I mean, it's just, I love her. I even love her setup. You know, she's got her office and all her equipment in there. So she's a little concerned how the tread's going to fit in her room. She's going to have to move stuff around, but it'll work. I know she's going to love it, especially living in Minnesota, you know,
1: freaking cold. You, I don't you, know how you, she does it. Those you people think built uh,
0: differently. I would think everybody would have to have a treadmill in Minnesota. I mean, I would just think it would have to be a, a requirement.
1: No shoes.
0: Yeah. Something. Yeah. Oh my so, gosh. but she, she said she went to Dick's, Tried it out, Dick Sporting Goods, who's now carrying Peloton yeah. stuff, tried it out and really, really liked it. So she ordered it. So that Amazing. I thought that was really cool. Dean Pelotami, my my good Pelo buddy, the only one I've ever met in, in person so far. He um he keeps getting better. He does the same ride. It's his it's been his second, he just recently had his second anniversary with Peloton. So he did, he did, so he's done this ride three times. And from the first time to the second time, he improved by like 100 points in output. And then the third time, which was just recently, he improved by like a few points over his last year. So he's still getting better. I mean, that's it's pretty. Amazing. That's pretty impressive. Really, I, I love I love Dean Pillow Tommy. by the way. Um, Chris C is starting floor boot camp program tomorrow and looking for anyone interested so far. Eric and Gwen, Daniel and Kelly are all in. Uh, so that's good luck. Amazing. To those guys. Yay. Yeah. So that's kind of neat. Chris is the guy that's trying to do every single program.
1: Yes. So, I think that's so cool. I, just... I know.
0: So I told him this past <sighs> week, now he's going to have to get a tread. I mean, a rower because, you know, there's a rowing. Program. Oh, those def-
1: oh yeah. He's going to have. Yep.
0: Yeah. So, so he said he might be able to do just a rower at the gym or something, but I, I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see what he does there. Uh, Roberto is a ducks fan. I didn't, I didn't know that. I'm assuming that's the Oregon Ducks, but he put it on one of his posts that he. Was, I would
1: assume that's the only ducks I know of, and since I'm, you know, I went to high school in Oregon, that's the only <laughs> team I know of.
0: But I just think so. it, I think it Roberto is just Mr. Texas, and so to not to find you out he's he, a Ducks fan, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, let's see, Pillow Junkie 25 gets her rower. That's Laura Buchanan.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: uh, Gwen also got her rower and she put a picture of her room on fa- in the Facebook group. It looks amazing. She's got like the rower, the treadmill and the bike. And it just is all looks so organized and so put together, which I want to add to. Are you friends with her on Be Real, Gwen?
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Does she Queens. not
0: seem to be the most organized person ever? I mean, she's she always just seems so put together. Her office. I, I mean, Man, I, I am so impressed by by her. She's,
1: is she an attorney?
0: She's an attorney, and, yes. and my guess is she's an attorney for an oil company because she's in. She it looks like she's like a corporate lawyer. Um, she's in Houston, Texas. So I I I kind of feel like she's probably, I, and I'm just guessing, but I kind of feel like she is like a corporate. <laughs> oil company attorney so that's, that's awesome so she probably has to have it she has to probably has got to have it together. together she's
1: got her stuff together for sure yeah
0: i am nowhere i am nowhere like that so <laughs> anyway uh let's see oh andrea williams uh she was out hunting this weekend i think she bagged a deer as, as a matter of fact and uh and she's out there running in the snow she's getting ready for a race next Crazy. weekend and she was talking about how she likes her her, her tread too because you know she lives in Wisconsin another place where it snows all the all the time but she's like a real outdoorsy person you know like hunting and fishing and hiking and and she does everything outdoors so she with her, her on
1: instagram too and she's so nice and i love that she'll she's up early too she's an early bird like me too and so I love seeing her at like five o'clock in the morning on her instagram stories talking about her workouts and
0: <laughs> that, that. that she's another person that that seems like she's got you know really her life goals, you know, really know. She's well great. formulated and everything, you know, I'm just, I'm lucky to wake up every morning, you know, so <laughs> I'm, I'm so impressed by her too. Uh, Cindy Katsky shared info about a group called SpinDeer, S-P-I-N-D-E-E-D-E-E-R. And it's sort of like a Peloton advent calendar, it sounds like. So I guess they pick a class every day. Some of them are Christmas classes and it's kind of just a countdown, to uh christmas i think it's a really neat idea and they have i think maybe six thousand plus members in that group so that 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 is pretty cool um geraldine muhammad five thousand rides oh my goodness
1: it's crazy that's a lot
0: yeah how do you oh that's that's crazy Um, Kelly Glensky's daughter, Addie, uh, returned home last night from I think she was stationed in the Middle East for a while. So I don't know if she's just on leave or if she's finally home. So congratulations to Kelly and Addie getting reunited. That's that's pretty cool, too. So those are just some of the stories I picked out, you know, that, that people have posted. So it's a fun group. Just if you want to come over, it's Peloton People forward slash no Facebook forward slash Peloton people and just come on in. And it's, it's a fun group and always you can post pretty much anything. Just don't try to spam, you know, a lot of, a lot
1: of stuff. I know I'm having to like block a lot of people lately and I will block you. If you're a spammer, you're going to get yeah, blocked. Yeah, I know. I just like, don't like, even bother.
0: Like you, one time you were telling me about all this spam stuff and how it was irritating you. So I made you like a moderator so you, you can handle that stuff. Yeah, I do. So I, I
1: see it when it gets reported and I block
0: Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know why people do that in groups. Maybe they make money doing that. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's just, it seems kind of weird to me. So now my Bex Gentry news, she had a cool Instagram post with her and her new daughter Tallulah at the finish line at this year's New York city marathon. And uh, she was reflecting in her post on her 2019 New York city marathon and how it totally transformed her life. It's it's a really neat post if you have a chance to, to read it. But, I mean, it, it just it sounds like a lot happened for her personally and professionally in that race. You know, she was one of the top runners in that in that race. It kind of really it kind of really put her up onto the, you know, the more the international stage. And that mm-hmm. probably led to, you know, when she did the Olympic tryouts for great Britain and uh, you know, all that stuff. So just a really neat post. And I don't know when she'll get back to running. Uh, who knows? She probably already is, but uh, you just never know. And then Matthew Johnson, probably is Matthew Johnson, one of my most famous favorite B reelers uh, has been going back and forth to Switzerland and you know to me,'ll be real. Switzerland just looks like a big office building. but, um, I wonder if he skis. So that's I that's think it. he's
1: James Bond.
0: yeah, I, I, co- I yeah.
1: commented on his be real. I said, I think you're James Bond.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he drives the jag, you know, he's like he's like you're right. He might he might actually be so expert.
1: What is it? am I? M I six or whatever they call themselves. I don't know what they call. It. I'm not British. I have no idea.
0: But. yeah, Matthew's a great guy. I just just love him. I love, I love all our British people. It's just, it's just kind of really cool. So I know. I know we've been like a long, long time. Thank you for hanging with me. Do you, do you have any goals for this coming upcoming week? We should do a post on this, by the way, on, on Facebook. We talked about this, but we just never gotten around to it. But just let people put their goals up because there's something about saying it. It's easier to do it, you know, you know what I mean? In a public
1: space, it's so much easier. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: That's why I love doing, that's why I love doing programs with the Mm -hmm. Peloton people as I'm more, way more likely to stick to a program if somebody's doing it with me and I have to hold myself accountable than if I was to try, like I totally would have dropped out of that yoga program the first week because I would have been like, I don't want to do a yoga class this night.
0: Oh, I've dropped out of so many Peloton programs. I've only <laughs> finished I've only finished the You Can Run and then that yoga program, and I've probably dropped out of five of them. Now, in all fairness, the go to the go the distance, I lost my treadmill. So that's that's yeah. that's really why I dropped out of that. I just it wasn't as fun running those classes outside. I just I just don't really like those classes as much outside. I don't know why, but I just I just don't. But so what goals do you have this week, Heather?
1: Um, to be honest, I don't know if I really have any. I would like to Uh, eat a little bit healthier this week, you know, more focus. I kind of lost focus this week. I was trying to do, um, uh, focus on adding more protein into every meal. You know, that's something I do struggle with, um, as I just don't really enjoy like plain tofu Mm -hmm. and, um, I beans upset my stomach, so I can't do a lot of beans or legumes because they really, really, um, not to be disgusting, but I have IBS. So mm-hmm. I really have to watch how, like how many beans or legumes I have. Um, so I, I do struggle to get enough protein in um, as a vegetarian or pescatarian. Um, so I want to get back to focusing more on getting more protein intake at every meal and building my plate around protein as the focus. Um, Cause I do feel like for me, when I have enough protein I recover a lot faster yeah um I feel fuller longer I'm not as likely to reach for sugary snacks yeah because um, that's my downfall is i I love sugar um totally sugar addict <laughs> over here um so uh yeah I just want to focus more on protein and just uh you know it's the fitness stuff has just kind of come naturally now I, I I get up every morning I'm on a walk every morning and I know, most nights during the week, I'm going to do a yoga class. Um, so that's, that's neat I, when you
0: got it on automatic. I've like got
1: that. it pretty much an automatic. Um, the only time I get off track is if I, cause I, you know, I work from home. So every now and then I will get up and it will be like five 30 in the morning and I'll be drinking my coffee and I'll go into the office and start checking emails and doing work at five 30. And then the next thing I know, an hour has gone by. And I'm like, I don't really want to, I don't feel like running now. I don't want to stop working. It interrupts the flow. So I really try not to do that. Um, I try to never start the day with work because otherwise I literally will work from 530. That's what I did on Friday. I didn't feel good Friday. So I only did like a 15 minute walk. And then I immediately started working at six and I ended up working 10 hours that day, like nonstop. And I just felt wrecked Friday night. So I'm pretty much dialed in with the fitness stuff. It doesn't, it's it's wake up, have a cup of coffee, brush your teeth, get dressed, get on the treadmill or go outside for a walk if it's not too cold. Um, And then at night I try to do a yoga flow or even another walk. I'll do another walk at night. That is awesome. I'm really dialed in with the, with the Peloton. I've really found my, my balance, Um, but I I would like to eat better.
0: I love that. Now let's, let's circle back. I did skip over one thing. Like you're a big Fitbitter and yes, like, tell us, like you're even on some, like you're, you're on their advisory council or something like that, or you're an influencer. I don't, I don't remember what it's called, but tell us about your Fitbit affiliation.
1: All right. So if you're still listening, that's, <laughs> I, I appreciate you. It's been a long one. um, I started, I got my first Fitbit in 2016. So I've been a Fitbit user for six years <clears throat> in 2018. Um, and I post on their forums and help out with the people who have questions. They don't know how to use their device. What's wrong. So I help with troubleshooting. And so in 2018, they asked me to join their community council, which is what it was called at the time. Now that Google owns Fitbit, the community council has been rolled into uh, the Google product expert program. Mm -hmm. So we're considered Google product experts now. Um, I will probably always call myself a community council member. Um, And uh, so I've been doing that now for four years. It's been four years now since I've been on the community council. And, uh, you know, my trip to New York, Mm -hmm. that was a Google trip. I didn't pay for that trip.
0: That is so neat. Do they they send you free products also to test out?
1: Um, With Fitbit, we were, uh, the Fitbit Community Council was given free products. Um, We would sometimes get them a little early, like a week or two before they would launch to the public. Um, Now that Google is in the mix, uh, we have to, we're still waiting, but we have to sign up for like a trusted tester program. And we have to sign like, you know, there's a lot of NDAs involved with this stuff too. So um, it's not, I think Google has a trusted tester program for many of their products, not just Fitbit. So I don't think I'm saying anything that isn't already known, Um, but that with the trusted tester program, they would send us devices that we could test out um, and then potentially return or if the device is then replaced by a newer one, they would probably render it obsolete. Maybe we might be able to keep it. We're not sure yet. As the it's we're still waiting for it to launch, how
0: many people are in that are in that testing program? Um
1: well, the testing program, I'm not I'm not sure. Um, but for our community council, I want to say there's maybe, or technically our PE program for Fitbit, it's probably maybe. Twenty of us. It used to be a lot bigger. It's gotten smaller. A lot of people have left for Garmin, um, Apple Watch. Um, wow. So it,
0: when your trip to New York, it was pretty much the twenty core people that were there. Just
1: no, I was one of maybe four Fitbitters wow. there, um, but the rest were all the Google product experts. So like their Nest team, Stadia, Google Pixel, YouTube, Google like docs like every Google product you can imagine people were. there were hundreds of people there That and is there so were, cool there're only about 4 of us from Fitbit that were there
0: Now are you pigeonholed into the Fitbit category so you don't get, you don't get to try any of the other stuff or
1: Right right I'm not a product expert for any of the other stuff okay. I'm not really like a Google person anyway I think we have we have like a Nest Home security um but uh yeah fit I I've, I've tried Apple Watch before I have an Apple watch series seven that I bought this year to test it out.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: And I just prefer Fitbit. Maybe I'm getting to that age where I don't like to learn new things. I'm comfortable with Fitbit. I did not like the, charging my apple watch every day that was yeah. so obnoxious that's like every
0: five to seven or something yeah, like that.
1: i like yeah. i sometimes forget and i'll be like oh like I get, it'll be days and i'll forget and i'll be like oh let me go check and see what my battery's at and it'll still be like 30 percent and i'll be like okay i guess i'll charge it now um
0: now what what um what model are you rocking now on fitbit like what's your I, favorite
1: i have the fitbit sense and mm-hmm. i've had it now for two years um, I've had a lot of the Fitbits, obviously, having been on the council for four years and getting pretty much everything, every device. Um, uh, I love the sense I've had. I haven't had no problems. I've taken it swimming. It's been in the ocean. It's, you know, it's worked. Is really that well. one of the
0: is the sense one of the ones that does the, that tells you your recovery also? Is it one of those?
1: So in the Fitbit app, they have the daily readiness score and Mm -hmm. that's the recovery you're thinking of is the daily readiness score. So it takes in, it takes into account like your average active zone minutes and your heart rate and your sleep data. And it comes up with this daily readiness score number that tells you on a, yes, you're ready. You know, you're Mm -hmm. ready for intense workout, or if you score low, then maybe you need to take it easy this day. I don't always find it to be accurate. Cause like I said, on Friday morning, I woke up and I didn't really feel good. And it still told me i had a 100
0: uh, daily okay. readiness
1: score. I'm like, well, just because it, an app is telling me I'm ready for a workout does not mean I actually am. So that's true.
0: That's true. Whoop can be off some taste too, but whoop, yeah. whoop is very similar to that. You know, uh, I used to have a Fitbit back in the day and I liked it. You know, I, I was kind of step obsessed like you were and, you know, I love like the little leaderboards and all your friends on there and, you know, you try to outstep them and
2: stuff. And
1: Yeah. And like the fun thing with our council is we do, um, we get access to special challenges that are not available to the public. Um, like they're, I think they're considered like corporate challenges for like corporate users. Um, but we get special challenges we do. And so we're in the middle of, uh, we're doing a whole month long one this month. Um, so I do a little bit more walking than I normally would, um, during the challenges for that, because we're all trying, we usually, and they, we get put on teams. So it's a very, like normally Fitbit challenges don't have teams, but these are teams. Um, and it's pretty neat. And part, some of it's nostalgic because I've been using Fitbit for so long. And it's, and like I said, I'm, it's hard to understand if I, if I'm just reaching the age or I just, I just, am not interested in learning something new, <laughs> but then I also with Apple watch, I didn't like the fact that I had to have the health app on my phone and the fitness app on my phone. And then to do anything with the watch, I had to do the watch app. I did not like having all these apps.
0: Yeah. It's like, getting, it's, it's getting tougher much. and tougher. That's that, you know, like Apple watch to be, you know, it should do everything a whoop does, but it just doesn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, I didn't
1: like the, the sleep tracking and yeah, the I, I agree with and you. And Apple's
0: getting, I don't know. They're just such a big company, you know, it's funny. You talk about change, you know, I'm still I still can do all that tech stuff, but my my dad was really good. Even up to like his early 80s, he was really good with tech. But now that he's turned like 83, 84, I think he's 84 now, he's just, he sucks on his Apple phone now. You know, I mean, I don't know if it's the phone. I mean, it's probably a little bit of both. You know, the phone's, I think, getting a little more... Harder to use than it used to be, but at the same time, you know, he's is not as sharp as as he was. But yeah, I think that I think there's there's definitely you know something to that. How'd you get picked for that?
1: I just was asked by someone at Fitbit. They saw that I was very helpful on their forums and oh, that's cool. answered a lot of questions. And they said, "Hey, we've got this community, and we wondered if you would be." And I wasn't told I was going to get free devices. And shortly after I joined, they had asked for my I you know I had to sign an NDA to join and um they asked for my address and they I one day in the mail I got a free Fitbit. I think it was the charge three I got for free. And I was like this is amazing. That's like, like the coolest thing so cool. ever. Like I would just, so I if just they had done that if it. they had
0: done that to me I would have been a huge Fitbit fan
1: no, and, I, and I'm I'm someone who's very loyal. Like if you're good to me I'm good to you and Fitbit's been really good to me. And um I I'm not really a fair weather person. I'm not someone who just, you know, I Fitbit has has, has had some rough years and mm-hmm. um I don't really like everything Fitbit does. You know, I don't, I don't have the newest Fitbits, and I was I told and I flat out told them I was not gonna purchase the new Fitbits for myself. Um, because they stripped a lot of stuff out of the newest, the Sense Two and the Versa 4. Um, and I was honest. I said, I'm not gonna buy it for myself. So if you want me to test it and help answer questions, I'm gonna need one because I don't. I don't believe in this product. Yeah. And, um, that's interesting. So I've been pretty honest. Um, but I do love helping people out and I love, I love the Fitbit forums and, you know, I've, I've just reached 25 million steps with my Fitbit. Um, I know. And, uh, so I, I, so I, I'm, I think Fitbits for me until the, until eventually, I don't know, maybe someday Google will. turn it in for parts. But
0: now a few months ago, you were talking about like the hundred thousand step challenge, like a hundred thousand steps in a day. How's, how's that progress? You, you, you kind of had Thanksgiving penciled in. I know that's not going to happen with your injury and all, but
1: uh, what are your thoughts on that? I don't know. So for anybody who doesn't know, there's the 100,000 step challenge. And I think Fitbit really created this challenge Many years ago, uh, because they have the badge, you know, with Fitbit you earn badges pretty much in an every 10,000 step increment. And then eventually it goes up to like 5,000, mm-hmm. like five, 10, and then 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, and then 50. And then I think from 50, it jumps up every 10. I can't remember, but okay. they go all the way up to a hundred thousand steps. And the, the 100,000 step badge is called the Olympian sandal badge. And, um, Basically, if you don't know, 100,000 steps is about the equivalent of walking for anywhere between 12 and 16 hours, possibly longer. So I've been eyeing this badge for a long time. And for context, the most steps I've ever done in an entire day is 45,000 steps. That took me basically... I did it in like August, 2019. And I think I just did it walking around my house because it was too hot to go outside. I didn't. And I, on the treadmill too, I walked a lot on the treadmill. Um, I can't remember how many miles that was. I don't think it was a marathon. I think it was maybe 18, 19 miles. Okay. Um, so just imagine walking 19 miles around your house. The most boring <laughs> thing in the entire world. Um, but I've always wanted to get this badge. It's a hundred thousand steps, but it's a big undertaking. It's a, you have to block out the entire day. You cannot do anything else I've seen. And there's a lot of, you can YouTube a lot of these videos because it's been big on YouTube, especially during the pandemic, this challenge exploded because people had oh, nothing yeah. else to do. Gyms were closed. People were walking outside. So this challenge actually exploded on YouTube uh, during the pandemic and a lot of younger people started doing it. So people that were at the teenagers, early twenties, it was not like an old person thing to do anymore. You know, Fitbit kind of skews, I think a little bit older. Right. Um, uh, so it's really exploded and I've always wanted to do it. It's to me, it's just, it's the time it's, you mm-hmm. have to block off a day. A lot of people will go to bed really early and start the challenge at midnight because once the clock, once the, If it rolls over the next day, you lose. So you can't start it at like five o'clock in the afternoon and roll. If you want the badge to do it, the way, you have to start after midnight. So a lot of people will wake up at midnight and do a big chunk of steps at midnight, and then they go back to sleep. And then they wake up at like five o'clock in the morning. And then they do the rest of the steps because it takes a long time. And as you go on throughout the day, you get slower and slower and slower as your, every step becomes more painful and more painful. Um, So I've always wanted to do it. I had had it set in my mind that I would probably try to do it on Black Friday.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: I don't think that's happening with my injury. Um, Yeah, he
0: shouldn't try it right now.
1: No, I was thinking. But you do need to do
0: it. You do need to do it.
1: I do. I I need to do it. Uh, I was thinking about maybe trying to do I have the 45,000 step badge. I was thinking about trying to do 50. So I may shoot for 50 um, and just as a test run to see how long it takes me to do it. Because I know forty five took me about eight hours, so I'm thinking fifty probably take me about ten, maybe. Of course, that had I had breaks in the forty five as well because I knew it wouldn't take me twenty four hours, so I took a lot of breaks and you know stuff like that. So, I'm thinking about it. It's on my mind. If I do it, uh, I. Plan to record every single minute I'm walking on freaking Peloton so I can get all those act so I can get all my minutes <laughs> for the year. I just don't know when I'm going to do it now. With um,
0: you should do it January first because then think about how many minutes you would have starting out know. the year. You'd be you'd I'm, be in first place. And I Peloton. feel like I
1: need. I f- it's hard because I feel like I need to do it over a holiday weekend because you need a day for recovery. I can't yeah. do it during the week with work. There's no way. And then. Like I said, you got to figure out a day for recovery. You got to make sure you can get enough sleep. You got, you got to, everything's got to line up. But the, the nice thing about having a treadmill is literally, I would probably walk a little bit outside too. So I can't be, it can't be too cold because I would yeah. like to mix it up a little bit.
0: Can't be but too then, hot. Uh,
1: can't be too hot. So, like, there's no way I'm doing this in Florida between the months of April and September. Like there's so there's no way that's happening unless I do it all, all indoors in the treadmill. So it's hard because you got to line up extra pairs of clothes. You have to have multiple pairs of sneakers and socks. You have to have your snacks and your it's a lot of preparation. Um
0: that's awesome.
1: So yeah, I really want to do it. If you think I should do it, uh leave a comment on the Facebook. If you don't it this even know far,
0: if, I don't even know if anybody's gonna make it this
1: far. I don't think so. But <laughs> if anybody makes it in in the video, and you want me to do the hundred thousand step challenge, uh, leave a comment because then I know you made it to the end of the video. <laughs> the well, the it's podcast. just it's,
0: it's just audio, actually. I yes. <laughs> I, should, I should put the video out, but we just we just do the we just do the audio because I can't put the video out because look at my hair. Look at, look at that. It's I know
1: just, it's, it's all like right.
0: Horrible. So anyway, maybe one day we'll put the video out, you know, it would be interesting maybe.
1: Yeah.
0: So, but Heather, thanks so much for joining me today. Thank I could you not for having have done me. this without you. <laughs> I mean, I could not have done this without you and we're both talkers. So this might've been know, the longest episode ever. I'm a talker. I'll ever. keep you forever. And uh, thanks again. If you want to come join us at uh, our Facebook group, uh, facebook.com forward slash Peloton people come play around with us. Um We've got a blog that we've been really poor on. We're going to get that fixed pretty soon. Uh, I think we have an Instagram. I have nothing to do with that. Uh, We've got some other stuff, but (laughs) blah, blah, blah. Anderson knows all that kind of stuff. But thanks so much for joining us. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Somebody will be back next week. Um, It might just, I don't know what's happening next week either. I think Nikki Nikki and Anderson are going to be in Florida next week. They, oh. they have a tournament. Um, I think it's Fort Myers, the place that got hammered by the hurricane. I think that's where they're where they're playing. It's a, yeah. it's a tournament. So they'll be playing big name teams down there. And uh, so who fun. knows? I know they won't be here Thanksgiving, but I don't know if they're back Sunday or not when we record. So who knows what you'll get next week? But we'll we'll do something. Um, thank you so much, um, Heather. And thanks for listening, especially if you made it this far.
1: I know. And, <laughs> thanks uh, for having me. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, sorry to tell Joe sorry I kept you all morning long That's so right. uh, and happy anniversary thanks guys Thank bye bye mm-hmm.